Yo, 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 yo. What up, Giants? What's happening, everybody? You're welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, Loose Talk. Gusty yep, Day Day. Yep, yep. My name is Osagi Alonga. Uh, my name is Amiri Tayo. And that's I'm it. Lead, I'm, I'm the lead researcher. I Don't switched it up already. already. Don't you, ever, don't you ever introduce me. Don't ever. You, like, I don't, switched you know, it why up you already. Why? why? I, thought like, of, I thought of this thing this week and I knew <laughs> I was going to swear and I did it. I switched it off. <laughs> I switched it off. Yeah, I caught you off that, myself. Right? Yeah, you, know, you don't know who what I identify as. Maybe I'm no longer Steve Daddy or something like, you know, you can't. You can't intro me, bro. Let me intro myself now. Come what on. What is on your bank account? <laughs> That's what I'm it's, it's, a, it's a social construct. Yeah, <laughs> the, the bank account is my, it's a social construct. It's not. It doesn't represent who I, who I, I, I really am. Do you get? That's what you take most importantly. Your bank <laughs> Forget any other thing. <laughs> What is on your What's bank up? account? I do, I do, I do, I do. I'm good. How you doing? Not bad, not bad. Having battling with code. Battling with code and uh, sneezing, uh, yeah, I'm sneezing a lot. Oh really? It's in the air, yeah. man. It's in the air. Everybody yeah, has yeah. that that yeah. cold. Yeah. Get your vitamin C up, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I will. Yeah. I will. So what kind of, in terms of like things like vitamins, right? Do you guys go for like pills or do you guys go for like fruits that have those vitamins? So do you take more of like vitamin C cups or um, like, you know, lick the vitamin C pills or do you like take more oranges? Um, Ordinarily, I, I do a lot of fruits. I eat fruits every day. Like that's, I do fruits like morning and evening. Um, So in the morning, is it a watermelon? In the evening, is it a... Maybe pineapples or oranges or stuff like that. Like almost every day. I think the only time I don't do that is maybe weekends because I just like eat. I, I allow myself to like eat on weekends, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember the last time I took vitamin C tablets. I can't remember the last time. Yeah. Oh, me, I've been taking vitamin C tablets for like three months, four months now. The dissolvable oh, wow. ones, and they've been doing good. Mm-hmm. I've not had any cold infection or anything like that at all. Yeah, Normally, I would have had by now with this rain, but rain, all, yeah. nothing. Yeah. 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 I kind of do both, you know. Um, I don't think... Yeah, I, I kind of do both. So at times, I might just take oranges and at times, I might take like the vitamin C, the dissolvable ones or the ones that you can lick. Um, yeah. Same thing with like vitamin A and, you know, whatever. But like, yeah, fruits, banana, tangerine, yes. oranges, yeah. apple... What happened with me was that I treated malaria about two weeks ago or three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And when you are taking malaria drugs, like the guy usually usually tells me, oh, please don't don't take fruits with it. Um, so I think after I took that drugs, I kind of like didn't really take any fruits for like two weeks. You know, I was just like, I just left it alone. I didn't even remember to buy and stock up the fridge, my refrigerator with it. Um, I think, you know, um, and then this code, this um, sneezing and kata and cold just came in. Now, you know, so. Yeah, yep. you can't take vitamin C uh, when you're taking malaria drugs. Malaria it drugs, yeah. Yeah, it. yeah it kind of counters it. Yeah, so. Can't. So that's why. Yeah, I'll be fine, I'll be fine, I'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be fine, you'll be fine. 
you find you know one thing I noticed, you know, about um men and women, and it was my wife that was explaining it to me, right? That um people insurance in you know, health insurance explained it to her that for elderly people, um, between men and women, right? Um, women visit the hospital more and use their insurance more. Um, and that's because, you know, any slight change in their body or if they feel any pain or whatever, right? They immediately visit the hospital. But yeah. men don't until it's critical. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. At least for Nigeria. Why do you think that is? I don't know. Using myself as, as an example, I've never used my my HMO card, right? Same, same I've here. Never. But I know my family, you know, like my family, use it every time. Um, they used to, they used to anyway. They used to use it like a lot. Wifey and the kids, right? And now, um, I think there's some, there's some truth to it. I don't know. Maybe it's because, maybe because we've not gotten like really some anything serious. You know the usual fever, malaria. You go take your drugs, and it's there written in the malaria drugs. After two days, if there's no improvement after two days. Consult the doctor, and guess what happens? They usually improvement after two days, before two days, in the world oh, within yeah, two days. Definitely. You know, so I don't really need to see my doctor. So I'm still in that. I'm still in. I'm still living within the recommended um, practice, right? So there's not, it's not. There's nothing off. There's nothing serious. Right? Yeah, yeah, I have to. I don't joke with it. Anything happens, I go take drugs. Like I really, like I like taking drugs. Like if something is happening, like my body is feeling off. I don't like manage it. I just go take a drug and I'm, I'm fine, right? The only thing I can I really manage sometimes is maybe headache. I'll, I'm like, this is not this is like a stress headache. If I sleep, I can sleep it off, and I usually do. I sleep it off. But if I sleep it off, if I sleep and it doesn't go off, and I notice some changes in my body. I go to the pharmacy. I know it's self medication, but you know, when you're in Nigeria, now you can wing it. You know, when malaria, we are very, very familiar with malaria. You know how malaria did the person now. And that's mm-hmm. why you take your drugs after two days and there's nothing. That's when you are supposed to visit the doctor. And within two days, I'm usually very okay. So, you know, in some, most times I don't even finish my, my dosage before I notice that I'm fine. Last, the, the week I told you I treated malaria, it was on a Friday. I'm like, bro. If this thing continues tomorrow, I'm not going to play football. You know what? I went, took the drugs Friday night, Saturday morning. I was so fine. I was so okay. Then after I came back, I, I forgot to take the drugs. It was on Monday morning that I remember that, bro, you have this drug that you're supposed to be taking. And your body's, my body started behaving somehow again. That's how I started the dosage again and finished it. You know, so. Yep. I think with the access to like different levels of drugs, right? It's in Nigeria, it's now become somewhat unnecessary to visit the doctor. Let me explain. Like in other countries, they say, I have to go and see my GP, you know, Um, I have to get a prescription to have access to some certain kind of drugs. Like in Nigeria, you can literally be treating anything from cancer to, like, literally anything. All you need to do is walk into the pharmacy and buy the dog directly. And you don't need any prescription, and they'll sell it to you. So self-medication is very big here, you know, unlike other other countries where you need a prescription from your doctor before the pharmacy will sell the drug to you. Yeah, facts. Um, I think it also shows, like, our healthcare system. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't really have a general healthcare system in Nigeria. 
like you said, in Britain, you go to your GP. That is even um, necessary. It's, it's man- almost mandatory. Like every year, you need to go for your appointment. Um, there's Obamacare or Medicare in America. And yeah, so those things are not there for play. But in Nigeria, bro, you know, even if you go into the hospital self, the bill you are going to even incur at the end of the day, you just wear options. Let me just go to the nearest chemist. Pardon my change of accent. Nearest chemist and just get a few drugs, drug cocktail, take it and it'll be, it'll be, it'll be okay. Instead of you going mm-hmm. to the a doctor, if you go to a public doctor, general hospital, you know what that's going to be at the end of the day. If you go to a private one, you know, your account is going to fill it. So, bro, let me just take my small paracetamol, panadol, this and that, this and that, and I'll be good. I'll wing it. Small like go by the side. And we'll sweat out the malaria. I, I think it's I think it's I think it's different is just because of the the type of illness that we have, right? Like malaria is not something that is very common in in those worlds. It's very common here. And we once you have like we've mastered it and we've known how to treat it, that's why we can just go to the chemist or the pharmacy nearby and, and buy drugs to treat it, right? And not necessarily go see a doctor. You know, so I think it's just because of the peculiarity of the situation. It's every the market is different. Um, their own healthcare, the the way they think about health is different. As we really know how to manage it, because we get malaria a lot. There's a lot of mosquitoes in Nigeria, a lot in Africa. You know, so we we you know we get affected easily, and we can treat it easily because there are drugs. You know, to to buy and treat them. The drugs are really available in Nigeria because of you know how malaria, how popular malaria is, or prevalent it is in Nigeria. Thank God for HM Ushara. HM has really helped like a lot of people in Nigeria, you know. Um especially like working class, people, you know, who work in companies and those companies pay for their health insurance. It's really helped a lot. It helped me. I remember, you know, giving birth to my daughter from everything and it was, you know, went to a premium hospital, everything was paid for. The only thing I spent money on was like buying, you know, necessary things and um like Posts, delivery, you know, um, and buying all the essentials. But like the actual me paying the hospital any amount of money, I didn't pay zilch, you know. So health insurance is very big. And, you know, if you are listening to this and you don't have health insurance, maybe you don't work, you work for yourself or you have a 95 or your company doesn't pay for HMO, please try and pay for health insurance because you can do this directly. There are companies like AXA Mansa that do this. Can also pay for health insurance for your parents, right? It's as it's as the basic is as low as it's less than a hundred k a year, and they can visit the hospital anytime. They can do medical checkup, etc., etc. There are different plans. You can check it out. Axam Ansad is really good. This is not an ad. I'm just saying because you know I do it for my mom and my mom-in-law, and it has really helped. So all the times they have, they had to see the doctor and all that. They had like access to it. Just take their health card, sort it out, and then every year you just pay, you know, the yearly fee. Um, and you can do that for like your driver, your house help, like you know. And there are different plans. It's really is it, is way better than, you know, they falling sick. Then they have to be admitted. Then you're paying more than you're paying up to half of what you would have paid for a yearly, um, package, right? So, it's good. One more thing I wanted to say, guys, is like once you hit your 30s, and I'm, you should be doing this from your 20s, but like once you hit your 30s, you should be having 
you should be you should every year you should do like a yearly sorry you should do a yearly checkup or an annual checkup is very very important once a year you know full body checkup so you can start preventing any um so, so they can discover any prevalent issues and you can start preventing it you know maybe you need to slow down on this amount of salt you're taking or you know, amount of sugar you're taking maybe you need to increase um some sort of vitamins you know etc etc any else i'm just trying to say prevention is better than cure yep i think just generally speaking any sort of insurance is really good um just to make it just if you can afford it insurance like paying for insurance is really really beneficial saves you a lot of headache and money car insurance house insurance like you know property insurance health insurance hmo stuff like that if you can afford it just do it it's really really beneficial Absolutely right. Talking about like any other kind of insurance, right? So my my br- brother's car broke down on Third Milan Bridge, like the um what do you call that thing that controls the ignition? Uh, uh, what's this thing called? That you know that, that that won't make the car start. Um, Steve, you know this thing now? Kickstarter. Yeah. The no the other one. Alternator. Okay. Just had an issue, right? So Sorry, I was speaking the, and I didn't know I was on mute. Yeah, it's alternator. Around eleven ish at night. Whole place was dark. Third Milan, there was no light. Yeah. Right. You know Third Milan now, no light. There's no light. Like literally Third Milan bridge. Yeah. Bro, uh, yeah. Osage, let's leave the street light because it's it vexes me to a point of I want to rant on social media, but let's leave that alone. That there's no street lights in Lagos. In most significant parts in Lagos. No street lights. They're yeah. just off. They're just off. So you know what happened? So he 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 parks, right? Puts on the hazard lights, brings out the the um caution, the sea caution, you know, um, outside and sets everything is up, then he's then, he has to first take all his property out of the car because he's afraid that the Agbiros can come and rob him on the bridge. So he's holding everything and he's calling so on, like a mechanic or someone's come get him, right? Guess what happens? This delivery guy is on top speed, just rams directly behind the car. Oh. He just rams into the car. He's, he didn't see nothing. So apparently the guy was very drunk. So he also didn't pay attention. He was just speeding. And he just went, boom. Bro, the whole back was gone. I'll, I'll spare you the details, you know, on how they picked him, went to the hospital, etc., etc. But, like, insurance covered the whole thing. You know, oh, that's okay, a good that's part good. of insurance. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, insurance covered the whole thing. So insurance was really good, right? So while you guys are, you know, popping another bottle of Azul for... Or, you know, downing another bottle of Macallan. Like, mm. I'm not saying you shouldn't, you know, partake in hedonism or the frivolities of life, you know. But please, try and sort things out like health insurance and even life insurance, right? Life insurance, very important. If you're the breadwinner of your house, if you die today, what are you leaving for your, you know, your family? So... And you don't need to tell people these things. See, uh, Alliance is, 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 they are doing payouts of a hundred million naira with um, one point something million naira annual subscription. 
life insurance, right? So I know people don't like, you know, to think about these things or losing things. And that's the problem with insurance in Nigeria, right? Someone was once telling me that the biggest competitors of insurance, right, in Nigeria are the churches and mosques. Because every time you go there, they will tell you everything will be well. You will be okay. Nothing will happen to you. <laughs> so people don't actually, you know, like to pay for insurance. Because it's almost like you're paying for it. You're expecting some sort of doom. Right? So just, you know, I beg, please, as you did, put money aside for bowling. Just put money aside for insurance. Not true, not true, not true. Yeah. Not true. All right, man. We weren't meant to start on this note, but how, how's everybody's week doing? Mm, good week. week. Yeah, my week has been Gucci. Good, 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 good week. Lots of work put in. No distraction. Focused. Just I mean, it's a, good week for, it's a good week for Steve, right? His club signed <laughs> the Pan Rice and signed Timber. Which my club? Okay. You know, and and signed Jurian yeah. you know Timber. You know, I'm a City fan, I'm an Arsenal fan. So I beg, I beg, I beg. Just I beg. Say, well, this is how polygamy starts. Choose one club. Um, it's good signing. Declarize, I'm very, very excited for Declarize. Um, I, be, I really believe in him. So let's just see what happens. Steve. Steve, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah what, you've do, what you've done to Manchester United record players. You know that I'll be <laughs> keeping a tab. If he plays first game, no goals, no assist, he's in trouble. No, 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 how no, you... no, 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 that's how we do it. Though. That's how we that's do it. not how me I do. You know me, that's not how me I do my own. No, you, you, no know, you know, you know me yeah. better now. You know me better than Osage should be able to speak for me. Super admin, please. I try to be very objective when, I, when it comes to football. Super admin, I'm about to be a troll this season. I don't care what my doesn't win. I don't care. Do you know that towards the end of last season? I started liking Anthony one kind. I just started seeing something. Uh, no, maybe, I'm so weird. Uh, okay, maybe at the end of next season, know? I would like it. Okay, right. so, <laughs> let's wait and see. Well, Sancho. I can do it with their policy, I know. You don't understand. <laughs> po, 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 po. Shout out to Nitty. Yeah, 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 shout out. Um, I think Arsenal, in the, I've been saying this, right? I think Arsenal in the prime position to win, like, at least two trophies next season. They have everything. If Thomas Partey doesn't leave the club, they have one of the most complete squads in Europe, right? For every yeah. position, they have someone who can play. I don't know how many players you have. Maybe it's up to 20. How many players they register? But it seems like you have 23 players. It's, the like squad you, is stacked. Yeah. The squad is stacked, man. You have Jorginho, yeah. Partey, Rice, Odegaard, yeah. right? Who else is in that midfield? I miss Smith-Rowe. I mean, Smith-Rowe. Come on, man. Yeah. Like, the midfield is compact. So you even have players yeah. who are going to play the the smaller leagues, the... the Smaller competitions. The Carabao Cup and the FA Cup. Yeah. You have those players. Now, your defense. You have eight defenders. Yeah. Come on. And all eight defenders can start, right? Yeah. If you mix them. You have Timba, Saliba, Gabriel, Omiyasu, Tierney, Zinchenko, Ben White. White. Yeah, that's true. It's crazy. Have you guys it's sold your holding? Very good. We don't count. I don't, yeah, I don't personally count him, but he's still there. Uh-huh. I don't so count him. You are playing, you know, one cup and you are playing Millwall or one club. You can yeah, yeah, yeah just play Rob Holding and just rest the rest. Yeah. Then, then the forward is also stacked. Matilenli, Staka, Trossard, Jesus, Inketia. Yeah. Falarin, Walupo. Nelson. 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 Falarin has to go. Falarin has to go. 50M. 
So I use it for another person. So I, you know what Asna is praying for? Next season now, Asna can go and spend, like next summer, they can spend another like big transfer on his big striker. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. That's the next level after this. Yeah, because you don't need the, you don't need to buy anybody. No, 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 no. You don't need to buy anybody yeah. again. No. After Sorry, I, I forgot in the midfield, I forgot to mention and then you forgot to mention Pablo Vieira and then uh, your Pablo defense. Vieira, and then, I forgot yeah. to mention the Q guy. Who is that? Kiwa, be Kiwa, whatever his name oh, is. Oh, Kiwa, that's true, that's true, that's true. Bola, I like him a lot. That's, that's a stack squad. In fact, if I dare say, it's a more stack squad than Man City right now. Mm. Especially the, only, the only reason I can say that because the, the city, the city players have more experience and more battle. They are more battle tested in that in this sense. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, but I understand what you, I get. What I get your point too. And the Arsenal squad is good. Right it's now, good. I would say defense line, City's defense line is like incredible. But it's like crazy, their midfield. Yeah, they, they, their midfield is right. shaky. They have more, yeah, you know, they have more battle tested players. Golden one has left. KDB yeah, is how yeah. old now? KDB is like 32. KDB is 32 now, right? or so, yeah, yeah. Um, they say Bernardo Silva might probably leave. Leave, yeah. He wants to leave. Mm-hmm. So, you know, John Stones is just adapting. There's Rodri. I mean, it's fine. It's hey, 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 hey. Osage, please. Don't say John Stones just adapting. John Stones <laughs> has been a, He's a big boy. He's big. If you know Sabi, no Sabi. No, no, this is, this was his, this is, this is John Stones, like, breakout season, really. For, since he joined City, he has really been at, in and out. Like, they've been trying mm-hmm. to figure him out. See, I love but this last season, that FA Cup was the best. That's a, that FA Cup final was the best Johnstone game I've ever watched in my life. I love all this leniency that you give City players. One day you give it to my own players and you just know, but don't worry. When you're a champion, people can be very lenient with you. So yeah, I, that's I, all. That's I, when I you're making things easier. You know now. Not where Jack Grealish played last season, but because no, he's drunk and he won, you won, you won. Don't say he didn't play anything. No, but don't bold. Don't say he didn't do anything. Don't don't go and cost. If you cost that, I might go crazy. Don't cost that. I Moving test. On. Maybe only I <laughs> test. Maybe I already do that for football again. I hate that thing. I no, test. Ayo is, is important. Ayo is important. Uh, okay, when you watch worry. person, you go no say how much. May fifteen. May fifteen will come now. We will look at now. May fifteen because today is Saturday. Fifteen. May fifteen we will consider everything go alive. All right. Well, let's yeah. see. Yeah. Right, shout out to Odumodu so... Black. Odumodu Black was a no man. He's insane. Like this is something that hip hop will do, and I will be. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get to it. It's, it's part of our so we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. All right. So we had we asked Steve, Ayo, how was your week? Oh, um, my week was Gucci. Thank God. Uh, yeah. In the city of Lagos, nothing really happened. Just work. Uh, yeah. I wasn't sick. So, mashallah. Uh, it's all good. Have you resumed um, visiting the gym? No, not yet. Because the gym is um, quite expensive. Uh, <laughs> I noticed that whenever I pass the gym, the number of cars there are no longer the name number of cars. Yeah, the cars are reduced. A lot more people are running now. They are running in the morning. Unless everybody don't see say um, it's cardio. It's cardio because the other one is is big do. <laughs> so yeah. Unless I'll start to I'll go back to running. Let's use small small bed. Make my gym no kill me. Yeah, but I mean, I, I'm, I, you know, when you said you were gymming, I was like, okay, beyond cardio, are you lifting? Are you, are oh, you I, was lifting, lifting? I was lifting. I was lifting. Really? I was doing everything, bro. I I'd like everything. to see muscles on you. 
Oh, bro, it was getting crazy, man. It was getting crazy. I did it four, four times a week. I was there. Four times, four a, times week, a week is crazy. I was there. Two hours minimum. Or two hours, three hours. Yeah. Were you doing like morning and evening? Did you have sessions like that? No. I think some days, I think it was only one day I did morning and evening. But most times it would be like around four. I had to get there early. I like to get there early because a lot of people will be at the weight section trying to pull up weights and deadlift and everything. So I'll go around four. So people are not finished from work and are not yet coming to the gym. So there won't be many people there. So I'll do like four to seven. Sometimes it's four to eight. You know, I had a trainer. And that trainer, that guy was from Hellfire. They bought him from Hellfire. Yeah. So I used to do cardio on some days. Some days, legs. Legs were the worst. The first day I did legs, I could not walk, bro. I had to climb yeah, the stairs. And crazy. It was like, bro, who sent me this? Like, at the end of the day, where we go to, where we go and meet Jesus Christ? They're not going to judge us by six packs. So. Yeah, but it's all good, Sha. It's all good. It's all good. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. I mean, I like, I like, I like, I like, I like to, you know, see some excitement. It's, it's good to do something just different from what you've been doing before. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know? It was cool. Yeah. And, but like, how did it improve your, your mental health. You know, they say when you train and when you yeah. improve your physical health, kind of helps your mental health. How did it help your mental health? Oh, yeah. You definitely be... Your mental health will be stronger because there are some days you don't just want to do... Carry that bloody thing. That bloody lift. You don't just want to do it. But it helps you go forward. It helps you break that mental... Because we all have mental barriers in our head where we say, oh, I'm tired. But, you know, most of the time, it's just a, it's just a block. So when you push through, you know, it helps your you grow stronger mentally. And also, if you like, if you have like, you know, some people say that the gym is like, you go to a therapist. If you have mm-hmm. like any problem, just go there, three hours, four hours, listen to music and just do your work. And you have a clear mind. You have a like, almost, you almost have a clear solution of what, of how to solve that problem. So it's actually good. It's actually very, very good. Apart from the body, it helps your mind also. It trains your mind, which is also the key because they said most battles are fought, all battles, all battles are fought in the mind anyway. If you can win the battle in your mind, then, the rest is easy. Yeah. And for people who can't go to the gym, you know, for one reason or the other, you guys can try the Nike Training Club app. It's really good for cardio, right? So they have different kind of exercises. And and all you need is the, the rubber mats. You can always just buy the rubber mat, put it in front of your TV. You connect, so, you know, you use it on your phone. So you can just place your phone and watch the, the, the show you like all the trainings. And then they give you time to do the trainings and they walk you through it. So if you're a beginner, you can join the um, the beginner's club and then they take you from one point to the other. So you start with five minutes, then you go to 10 minutes, then you go to 15 minutes over a period of time. So that's really dope. Um, and you can just connect it to your TV. You do it every morning. Boom. You're good to go. Nike Training Club app. You can check it out anywhere. It's really good for like cardio and, and all that. All right, so that's that's dope. That's dope. My week was good too. Um, again, it's good to always have clarity on the purpose. I'm taking on some new adventures, so I'm very excited about them. And um, you know, it's an investment into my future. So let's see how it goes. Hopefully, I'll come back here and give you guys the gist. Correct. All right, man. So let us start. Let what's that thing, fella said? Let us let us start what we have come to do. I think he said in the room somewhere, Sha. Oh yeah, let us start what we have come to let us start what we have come to do in the room or something like that, Sha. Yeah, quick one. 
Um, before we go into fan mail, did you guys visit the Book of Hove? No, I've not visited. I just saw the pictures from Elliot Wilson to B Dot to Lenny's, all those guys, sir. I probably yeah. follow all the Rockefeller guys, so at some point, oh, this is when I get to when I go to New York next month, next month, and next two months. Yeah, uh, but you know, they give people Nigerian visa anyway. No, 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 don't worry. I'm special <laughs> now. I'm a special person, bro. All right, all right. Who says he's not received his visa already? You're talking to SDC here. Now, so, no, no, no. I already, I already look me through theater cutting. And you see the Lagos? They follow <laughs> only the drag uh, traffic light violation. Okay. I, I won't. Let me. I won't run leave them now. Sometimes right. they follow them drag this thing. Ayo, let me tell you something. The moment Steve gets a visa, the next day is out. In okay. fact, as he's as they are bringing, whether they are <laughs> in, in, in sending the visa to via DHL or UPS, he's airport streets. You said DHL, don't bring it to my house. I'll come and meet you in your office. Don't worry, <laughs> don't bother yourself. I have one. You know, you can pick the option of delivery or, I mean, some, the compost really, they have to deliver, but some, they pick the option of delivery or you go and pick it up. Oh, for real? Still say, yeah, yeah well, still will say, I'm, I'm picking up, I'm from there, it's heading straight to MMA, 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 MMA one. MMA, we don't get, uh, you don't get light again. You know what they say, they doesn't have light or some shit, they stole some shit in MMA. They stole the light. Seven, seven floor, uh, runway lights. Not this runway like. No, my problem is my problem is how do you access the runway? Like, how did you get to the runway? Did you pass the bush? It's obviously them now. Them, no man, no them, man. Them now. It's an no inside man, job no now. That's what they said in that story too. They said they arrested um, officials within that um, within that organization. See, that whole aviation, oh, that whole airport. That's fun. And it's, and it was, I heard it was just recently. I heard, I heard as a lead researcher, right? <laughs> I heard that, I heard that recently. Fan took that man, the management of runway light from NEMA. NEMA is the airspace management, right? That they mm-hmm. took it from them. NEMA is very, very efficient. Like it's one of the most efficient agencies in this country. They say Fan took the the management of the runway lights, runway for floodlights from them, and now this has just happened again. Mm-hmm. You know, Fan has a lot of like answering, like a lot of explaining to do over what what just happened, because nobody can just the see the the voltage of the runway light, the voltage alone is very, very, very high. Then the way they screw to the floor, stop, like it's not something you can, it's not something anyone can just go and steal. You know, so it was obviously an inside job and hopefully they just do that investigation thoroughly and, you know, fish out all the criminals and sack them and arrest them. Because you can't be okay, playing so... human, 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 like lives, like you can't be playing with lives like that now. Like these things are so just critical. Nigerians are wicked. Oh, they no sense. They no sense. Anyways, from um the Lagos Airport and runway all the way to the book Brooklyn Public Library, Jay Z exhibited. You know, there was a Jay Z exhibit that took over the Brooklyn Public Library. Elaborate summer exhibition. Um, had like his lyrics written all over the, um, the book. Brooklyn Public Library outside the walls and then inside there were different um, showcases of you know Jay-Z's career over like last 30 years right from his albums they recreated the baseline studios you know in 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 the library you had like paintings you know all his magazine covers 
bro, it's if you're a Jay-Z head, right? If you're a big hove head, you would have loved to be there. Just looking at the pictures alone and all that, it was an amazing thing to see. And you know, for me, it's like this guy has been doing this since 1996. It just shows how far it shows I think the key thing for me there was documentation. Documentation is very important, you know. And you don't need to be like like a big artist. You don't even need to be an artist. You can just be your person, right? And you, the more you document, right, years later, you get to appreciate it from books you've written, handwritten notes to, you know, short video clips. I was just thinking about it. Look at all the time we're at Pulse, right? I wish I had, like, more footage that, you know, I could replay or share of with that you era. Yeah. yeah, look at the day we we were in the group and you know we have a group with ex pulse guys, right? And we were we were reliving the moments by just sharing pictures. I was just sharing all the pictures I had taken during that period and it was very surreal for us because this was like what six years, seven years ago. Yeah. You know, and imagine if we had like video footage where we were interviewing people and people were talking and talking about their dreams and hopes, it would have been great. So Documentation is very important. So you do it with your kids. Record a podcast with your kids. Record a podcast with your friends. Record a podcast with your parents. You know, do stuff like that. It's it's years later you get to appreciate those things, not now. So that's that's one thing I learned from that um, exhibition at the Brooklyn Public Library. Actually, it's dope. I saw the pictures. Um, I saw the memorabilia. Well, it was fantastic. Jesus is like this icon. That is larger than life, and it's just great to see how far he's he's come throughout pop culture. And yeah, Beyonce was also there. She made like a sneak appearance. Shout out to Miss B. Yeah, everybody was there, man. Anyways, let's get into fan mail. We have this from Bad Moss. Good day, Loose Talk Giants. I wrote in a while about starting a podcast. When I wrote this, I was in Portacot working on a minimum wage paying job. I didn't see a future in. I quit at the end of last month and now I'm back in Lagos. My problem now is my dad wants me to get another job and abandon the idea I have and have always wanted to do. To him, there's no way I can start something like this if I don't have any savings, which is impossible or which was impossible based on where I'm coming from. I don't know how to convince him that it is what I always wanted to do something he knows already and has tried to shut down multiple times talk less of even asking him for money for anything at this point thanks in advance all right so who wants to take this fellow creative guilty too we're all creatives here at the end of the day um bro just go ahead and do your dreams man obviously uh, your father is coming from a place of concern he might not just be saying it in the best um, way or the same manner but um, from what you said, uh, you change jobs. Yeah, okay, you're not back in Lagos at the end of the day. Uh, your father wants uh, to abandon that job and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, it's your dream, you know. Um, so you can get a steady 9 to 5, but also chase your creative and uh, creative endeavors. Because at the end of the day, you're the one living this life, not your father. You don't want to be 70, you don't want to be 80 years old, and you now have a... You'll not be lying on your deathbed full of regrets. Just go ahead and do what you want to do. A lot of people you see having creative endeavors started off, you know, juggling a few things here and there. We know Nigeria that, um, you know, you just jumping headfirst into a creative line or creative work without, you know, financial 
how will I put it now? Um, soft landing doesn't make sense, but you try and you try your best. And when it now looks as if you are beginning to have a career here, you switch. But you have to just go for it at the end of the day. But it doesn't mean you have to be full hardy and not just go 100%. Is it? Strategize, think, think of how money will come in, think of how money will go out, how you make money. Like in the next three, four years, how would this have been able, how would they have generated income from this and able to impact where you want to impact? So you have to think about everything 360. But anyway, don't allow your dreams die. You have to start one day at a time. It doesn't have to be the biggest example of what you have in your mind. But if you can start with the basics and you can be consistent, it's all fine. Very well said. Very well said, Ayo. Um, Steve, do you have any comments? I agree with my good brother, AAT2. <laughs> Steve did not listen to this one. I did, I did, I did. Okay, my own feedback is, see, there are two ways. And, you know, um, I always two points. First point is you need money. Even if you want to pursue your dream, right, you need money. So how do you want to fund your dream? And you talked about this. That probably doesn't want to give you the money, right? And I don't know how old you are, but at some point you have to start thinking for yourself and you have to start doing stuff for yourself. You know, I don't know the background. I don't know the relationship. But if you're not giving you money and you really want to pursue a dream, then how are you going to make money? It's the same thing I tell like artists who don't have like funding and everything. If you don't have funding, then okay, go and get a fucking nine to five. I tell them all the time. I'm a rapper. I'm looking for it. Nobody's going to give you a big break. Go get a nine to five. Then take the money from your nine to five to fund your dream. So it's the same approach that you have to take here, right? And you know, you said the minimum wage paying job you did couldn't probably get you that. So you have to get another job, which is high paying. How do you get a high paying job? You have to have the necessary skill set for you to get high pain. You don't have the skill set, you need to go get the skill set, right? So everything is a plan. And you have to then put this plan into a timeline and then figure out, I have one year to start, you know, what I want to do. But I need 365, 12 months to achieve that because I need to raise the funds. So that's the first way to think about it. Um, yeah, that like that. that's the first way to think about it. And... For me, like that's it basically. But like I said as well, if you're if it's something you really want to do and you know, um, you know you 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 have that strong conviction, then you know you can't you 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 have to do it. And we've all been there, trust me. We've all been there. We all had dreams and all that, but we all had to go get nine to fives to pursue our dreams. The main fact we can do this now, right, is because we had to go and acquire. You know. The, the 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 financial means to be able to do what we are doing to do this podcast you know and you guys know our journey how we stopped and started again and all that so still part of it my brother and you know last thing is that you have to be your own man at the end of the day I, I say this to everybody right and i'm sure your dad has the best intentions for you so and you know and all that but when you are on your dying bed going it would not be, oh, my dad, my mom, my uncle. It would be you, you know. At the end of the day, people are going to leave you. You you would be your own man. And so that responsibility is hinged upon you at the end of the day. So I hope this, uh, our advice helps. Okay. Another mail from Anonymous. I got to know about Loose Talk from the Terms and Conditions podcast. Shout out to Terms and Conditions. 
although it was too late to get previous episodes, I consoled myself with the fact that I did not know you guys before. I was listening to the lead researcher episode and I just want to say that I am one person that did not notice that Twitter had a limit on tweets we could view. I'm also one person that did not notice when any social media app is down. I just read, I just read with my keyboard app or I read my Bible or I just turn off my phone. I usually find out when it's back to normal and then I will be like, whoa, where was I? An interesting thing is that I am a student of the University of Benin and this is my first ever mail. I'm sorry if it did not come out well. Oh, it did. Till I mail again. Peace. Let me just tell Man, you, anonymous, you are enjoying you, life. You, you have hacked it. <laughs> you have hacked it. Bro, let me tell you something. You've hacked it. Like, so I was doing, um, I'm doing this branding thing for someone, right? Um, yeah. So I was just doing a, like an assessment of their social media life, their social media profile, and all that. Then I went to Google them, was looking through their media, like the media profile and, you know, media presence. So I was reading this story about how, so the person apparently finished first class in school. So when, it, when the person finished first class in school, the person did an interview with the newspaper and the thing was online, right? So I read it and the person was talking about that. They asked the person, like, how did you do it? He said the only reason, the only thing that he did, right, was that he stayed up, he stayed up social media all through his university, you know, all through his university. That's how he got first class. He said he didn't do anything special. He just stayed off social media. That gave him, that afforded him more time to read his books and, you know, come out of his class. And I'm like, this, this, is, this is a, a life hack. Just knowing, staying off social media is a life hack. You know, especially if he doesn't pay you. Like, if he's not, you don't have anything to do. If he doesn't contribute to what you do on a daily basis, it's a real life hack. My brother, you don't, like, you don't hack life. Continue to be on that path and, you know, you'll be, you'll be fine. Shout out to my brother. Yeah, inside that Evian, another Evian day inside, obviously. <laughs> You've cracked the matrix. And like what Steve said, You've cracked if it, yeah. social media doesn't really pay you, then you should consume it, um, how will I call it now, with um, caution at the back, with a caution at the back of your mind. Yeah. I told myself that, look, all this time you're looking at what TikTok is, I need to create content. And I've started creating mm-hmm. content on my own TikTok channel now. So yeah. it's like, you ha- in this life, you have to give more than you consume, or else you become a zombie, you, you become to. a slave. Your yeah. mind now becomes wishy-washy at the end of the day. So shout out to you. And also shout out to you for concentrating because um, the war zone, I mean, sorry, the university you're in is not... Uh, <laughs> no, no, don't go there, don't go there. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that, don't do that. Don't do that. What did I do? Don't do that, don't do that. Shout out to university is... You know, Living in a war zone. It's a very active university. <laughs> God, God bless. God bless you, my brother. <laughs> Hands you up, know. don't my guy, shoot. My guy, you have hard life. Up, Continue on that path. Shoot. Speaking You'll of, sorry, speaking of university, shout out to Lasso. For those who know. <laughs> shout out to Lasso for what? Uh, uh, we are not, okay, Osage is not in the middle. Or trying to beat artists no. off the stage. <laughs> yeah, people thought Lasso had gone there. Uh, I was encouraging bad behavior. Tell people they thought Lasso had, no, I'm not encouraging it actually. Because I don't, I don't understand why you're doing that. These guys are your graduates. I, so why are you? I have a different why you messing to up? that though. Why they said they said, they said they said they said they said did less than intended. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you're saying certain because everybody knows that that line already. I well, can do more than intended. You well, get, they said the artist did less than intended. Well, it's just crazy how your ex, your ex your student your graduates will come. I want to give you guys a nice time and you behave like this. Come on. 
That was crazy, actually. Yeah. Shout out to Pokoli, though. That was crazy. That was crazy. Um, so shout out to Anonymous. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Like, you know, the guy said you hacked it. Yes, Dave. Once you, you know, you're not seeing all these things, the app, it means you're not addicted. You know, so you're a casual, you're a civilian, you're a casual user. Please stay, stay, stay like that. Some so of you, us are... Can I ask this guy a question? One of the yes. re- sorry, before you, one of the reasons why I was very, very enthusiastic when you asked about my week was just because I had one of, I had one of those weeks where like I didn't have any like no dist- nothing distracted me from like achieving what I wanted to achieve. Like I was like super laser focused and mm-hmm. I achieved all my goals, right? So like it really made me happy and to say and made me realize the kind of like the potential, you know, like potentially one what I can achieve if you can just be like focused. And that's just how life is. For you to be successful, you just have to be like focused, right? Um, Jimmy Ivin said this in his spot in his uh, documentary with Dr. Dre and said that do you know why horse races are always blindfolded so that they don't know what's they don't see what's in front of them so mm. that they just be on their own path just going and going and going they don't see what's beside them beside them they don't see what's beside them like nothing nothing distracts them you know and that's how we should like really really approach life like just be laser focused on your on your goals when you that's the first half once you do that bro and social media, what's social media? Social media is like the biggest distraction ever, you know. So there's bro. a there's a disillusion or delusion rather around consuming enough things to stay in the trend, to stay in the know. All that shit yeah. is bullshit. You don't need it. FOMO. Yeah. You don't need it. Oh, I need nothing. to know what's happening. You're not missing nothing. I, I used to deceive myself. I need to know yep. what's happening. I need yep. to know. Okay, ah, uh, you know, you know, you don't. What you need to do is. Focus on what you've come to do, right? Focus, laser focus, and complete your 10,000 hours Thank you. of anything you want to become a master at. Every other know, thing sorry. would work, yeah. you know. The universe will bring every other thing to your doorstep. But that, oh, I need to know what's this and that. No, 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 no. You yeah. don't. You know, do if you're you looking for a resource, that's yeah. fine. Like, Twitter is a great yeah. resource too. Exactly, it is actually. You know, curate your timeline. Yeah. Curate your timeline to the point where you go in, right? If you are, you know, so if you, it depends on kind of, if you're studying like data analysis now, data analysis now, right? There are like some, you know, um, Twitter accounts that like data science dojo, some Twitter accounts that just give you those information. Then go there, look for it and leave. But the app sucks you in and it starts giving you so much bullshit before you know it, you're on pages you don't want to be on all that. So at the end of the day, right, you don't need, most of this information that you think you need to be in the know. Okay, all the things you learned this week on social media, you read about all the stories, how did it improve your life? Your Nothing. lifestyle? Your mental health, right? How did you upskill? Nothing. So that feeling you had this week, Steve, I know what that feeling is, right? If it, It's like you completed a course and got a certification. Yeah. That's the feeling, so, right? Yeah. Do you know that from our habit as like guys journalists before, like media monitoring, right? Where mm-hmm. you always try, like you always want to know what's happening. And that's made us to form this habit of always trying to keep, catch up with everything that's happened when mm-hmm. we're not with our phone. So I noticed that I woke up in the morning, I'll do like some tasks, maybe like do some exercises, then take my bath and go to my work tape, my, my workstation. And I'm like, oh, what has happened since the last time I, 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 I had my phone? Bro. I noticed that I used to spend like an hour, two hours just scrolling through Instagram, yeah. scrolling through like Shade Room, Insta Blog Ninja, 
and other platforms, going to Twitter up. handles that you do gossip, trying to see what was happening on Twitter. Maybe there's a drama on Twitter. I'm trying to see the origin of the drama, trying to see these things. Bro, I did these things for like years, especially like for like months, especially after I left the media, right? So when I was in the media, it wasn't a big issue because it's all, it's also tied to my work, right? So it wasn't much of an issue, right? It wasn't much of an you know, of a distraction. It was still part of the work. But when I left the media, I noticed that like I was, I was spending six months, seven months still doing this thing. One day I sat and I asked myself, why am I spending time? Bro, you know what happens now? Even if I left, even if I've not been with my phone for like 20 hours, once I pick up my phone, the things that happen in that 20 hours, I don't care about them. Like, I don't, I don't need to go back to check or to... No, 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 no. I just move on just with my life. Just pick up from there. Pick I just pick up from, up from where I am, bro. And that has massively improved my life. It has mm-hmm. improved my, my, my education, the, mm-hmm. the things I consume, what I read, what I watch, my tax, like everything. My, like, it has improved my life 100%, you know? So that's it. Yeah, I'll just go to uh, what's this guy's name? Is not Ashiwa Juleri or who, who on on Twitter? The guy that does the recap. Yeah, the yeah, guy that, that does guy. recap on Twitter. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just go there and, and and you know read the recap of everything that happened. <laughs> Honestly, so I get first things first. I don't even have like so. I'm not addicted to platforms like Instagram. I don't have TikTok on my phone. Never had TikTok. On my, my problem phone. is Twitter. That's my problem. I don't have Twitter on my phone. So, you know, first of all, that's it. It's only when I open my laptop, right? And the problem is I'm on my laptop almost all the time, you know. But I don't have to turn my phone. So it means when I go to the restroom, I'm not opening Twitter. You know, I have other things I open. And try it, guys. If you're listening, if you think you're addicted to social media, take Twitter off your phone or Instagram. You will find other interesting things to do on your phone. Or guess what? You don't need to hold your phone at all. You get back to what you're doing. Try one week, you know. As well, if you think you're not addicted to social media, take the app off and see how you are struggling with withdrawal symptoms. But yeah, man. Um, yeah, so the, co- anonymous, man. so the question I wanted to ask our anonymous guy is that, so you've hacked Twitter. I hope you've been able to hack women the same way, just letting you know. So that's, <laughs> that's the real Avian test, you know. After the social media, that's the final one. That's the final boss. Woman is the final boss. He's the final boss, my guy. He has to yeah, be able to... The most successful people in the world, they didn't hack, they didn't hack women. <laughs> women <laughs> hacked them. Women <laughs> hacked them. <laughs> God damn. Let me God tell damn. you. They are, they are, what do you call it? They, you, can't, you can't hack. You can't hack it too. They are unhackable. You manage it or you run. <laughs> they are unhackable. It's those kind of... Uh, those kind of things that you just live with. Yeah, true that. You understand? You just live with it and you just manage it. You just keep managing it till you die. I don't see how you want to hack women. Anyways, this is from Fola. This is my first fan mail. Great work, guys. I enjoy listening to your show every week. You all are doing amazing work. I disagree with Steve and the fan mail from the last episode that said we are spoiled for complaining about Twitter's monetization policies. The premise that we are using the app for free, therefore we can't complain, is false. We are paying for it with our data. They make a lot lot from using our data to sell targeted ads, which is fair. Elon Musk made a poor business deal by overhauling Twitter at $40 billion 
and now he's desperate to avoid making a loss, hence the series of bad and impractical decisions. What's your take on the US on, on the headies being hosted in the US? FYI, AOT2 is the true lead researcher. He always comes up with excellent references. No, 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 no. Can my I finish reading the email? Can no, I? No, no, no. You can't do can that. I, you can't take my title my, now. My brother, I'm just an intern. That's what I fought for. So my brother, no, no, no. Sorry, this I'm just. Sorry, I'm just an intern. This is ridiculous. This is pre- preposterous. Like I can't, I can't so accept can I? this. Sorry, I'm just an intern. I can't do this, man. I can't. I'm, I'm not accepting this. I'm not accepting this. Can I finish this, reading the fan mail? If you want to. Thank you. After you rudely interrupted me. In fact, apologize to the giants, to the listeners. Please apologize, apologize. to the giants. You people should be apologizing to me for trying to hijack my title. To, are you going to apologize to the giants listening right now? Are you going to apologize? Who is the, Osage, who's the lead researcher in this, in this, on, on this board? I asked you so a question. You why, are you answering, why are you answering my Who question? Who is the lead researcher? Why would somebody come to try and hijack my own name? Like something I really worked for. Come on, man. Let me finish it. FYI, AOT2 is the true lead researcher. He always comes up with excellent references and context for most situations. Thank you very much, Fola. Let's start with... The guy has asked you a question. He said he disagrees with your take on, on Twitter's monetization policies. Well, uh, me and you don't me and you the quarry anyway. So I'm not talking to you. So the rest of the guys can talk to you. <laughs> me and the vex. So me and anybody don't talk to me again. Fola. Oh my god. Ayo, answer your guy now. She is your guy. You are the lead researcher. You are you are her lead researcher. Oh yeah now. You are the tech bro, my guy. So nope. I'm not the tech bro. I'm not I'm not speaking to her. I don't vex. How do you know he's a her? You can be yeah, him. For yeah, life, you're you're assuming somebody's gender, Steve, in 2023. Okay. Mm. This Canada where you all go, you never start yet. <laughs> <laughs> you never <laughs> start. Something in Super Stocks, yeah, I, I, I disagree with they. With they. <laughs> I disagree with them. <laughs> I beg, I beg. God, I disagree with them. Sorry, I don't make mistakes. Yeah, there's room, there's room to disagree. Now you can disagree that uh, you can disagree that we you he has not um that you're not spoiled that you you that you have the right, every right to 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 still want to use Twitter for free. I I, I still you know, have the right to disagree with you, so it's fine. I think otherwise, so it's, there's no problem at all. I mean, I see the points, right? They use our yeah. data, take it, then they serve us targeted ads, which is selling. Yeah. Like that's the whole point, right? That's why that's why the platform is free. And they tell you, like, for apps, right? If you're not yeah. paying for it, then you are you are the you are the product. Yeah, you're so the selling. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, you saw Twitter did a lot of um payouts to creators this week. Um, one guy bought a Tesla out his own, according to what you said though. So shout out to Will Mark for doing that one. That's a game changer. Is there anything to the to the thing to that? You know, rumor going around that he, most of the influencers he paid were like far right influencers. No, this one, like, this one he paid was a black, like all these black influencers, oh, like, okay. all these black creation, black culture creating. Uh, alright, yeah, I So you. I don't know about that one. You know, that's normal Yankee jargon stock. You know, must always talk binary, whether left or right. Yeah, Sawala. Yeah, but you know, people were getting checks up to thirty-five thousand dollars. Yeah, and all that. Yeah. I didn't see any Nigerians get checks though. 
with all the noise you people are making. Go and collect your check from Guinness Book of Records. This is not where you people what you have your packages. <laughs> you know, so I, I didn't say Nigerians get checks because I mean it's, it's a bit tricky, right? So the ad rates, the CPM um, rates here in this region of the world is very low. So it means the payouts will also be very low. So I don't even know if any Nigerians or Nigerian big Nigerian influencers got any any checks. No, I don't. I mean, so. they, they they run ads here, but the CPM rates are very very low. So just yeah. like YouTube, right? If people are yeah. watching your videos from like third world country, you're probably not getting a lot of. So you might get like two million views, and from two million views, you get less than two hundred thousand naira. But those same two million views, they come from like the US. Mm-hmm. You're getting like, you know, sizable amount what, of money. Why? What determines the? Why is that? This different. Um, it's basically the market. And how much people are paying for those ads? Yeah. But I think do you understand? You, I think if you do tech, there's somebody explained. I, I think it was Fisayo Fosudo or Taya. I know that. Was I don't it. understand it. I'll go. I'll go and read up more on it. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. I, like I, I know this thing that you're saying, but I've always wondered why. Like the determining factor for the difference in, in. Cost. It's basically you. You know the GDP of the country and how much people are willing to pay for those how ads. Does it, Okay, okay. Uh, I think I, you guys, okay, okay, okay. I'll Explain send again. you I'll send you I'll send you an explainer so you can Okay, you please can, do. Right. I, yeah. Sorry, I think it was Fisai that said it or tired no. He said if like if you mm-hmm. do comedy now, you're not going to get, get much money. But if you do something like um tech or real estate, your money will be higher than that of somebody who does like skits. I don't know how to explain it. I'll try and look for that video if I can find it. So like four or five years ago. Okay. Yeah. Okay. One thing I do know is like location based, right? Oh, yeah, and that I didn't know true. this before. Yeah, sure, that one. Yeah. Okay, so that's that part. Then he also says, uh, What's your take on the headies being hosted in the US? I mean, la, this la. happened last year already, right? Like Afrobeats to the world. Yeah. It's um the the content is Africa, the market is the diaspora. So Definitely. everybody's just reacting to that, right? Yeah. You know. Like one of the podcasts on Global Village, um, sixty up to sixty percent of the viewers, of the listeners, right, are listening from the UK, US, and Canada. So it really makes sense to create more content for them, and then get you know advertisers who are or brands who are willing to connect to the diasporan audience. And why do people want to connect so much to the diasporan audience? Is because they have like a stronger buying power. They have a you know, deep, they have deeper pockets than people in Africa. That's it, sim- simple. You yeah. Know? So taking the headies to the US is to connect with a market that has more money and can spend more money. Yeah. So for, you know, um, um, the smooth promotions and the organize, organizers of, of the headies, right, for every amount of money they can make from Nigerians with brands trying to target Nigerians, they can also, you know, collect that money in dollars with brands trying to target diaspora. So... It only makes sense for them to move it, just like every other thing. I mean, it's sad. Yeah. Like in rea- like reality of things, right? You really want everything here, and you want everybody coming here, right? But sorry, the market does not uh, respect your feelings. Yeah, the only the thing, market, yeah. the market is the market. At the end of the day, my guy. Um, there's so much in the music industry can hold. Um, it's very limited, and our, this is why artists also perform majority of like in twelve months. They'll be abroad nine months. They only come to your December, take out the small cash you guys have, and they are back on the road again collecting that dollars. 
It's the same with our football, the same with our crude oil. At the end of the day, we do not have the structures to go international, create a global standard industry. And that's a fact. So everything is just being exported. Nigeria is an export country. Your oil, the only thing we're not able to do well is cinema. But your oil, your music, your football, out the door. Damn. Yeah, in terms of talent, in terms of talent, we don't have to harness talent in this country properly. That's the, yeah. the bottom line of the whole wala. Yeah, they have to talents have to leave the country to try. Yeah, yeah. Speaking about talent, somebody has not been using his talent for about two years now, Benjamin Mendy, because he has been involved in a um, rape case, um, and he's been since he was arrested, arraigned in court, and he's been you know going to courts. But last week or this week, all charges, he beat all charges. I think there were 10, 10 different charges and Crazy. he beat all 10. Yeah, in court. And um, of course, the reaction has been very, very crazy, you know. And I'd like to ask you guys, right? So he is, he has been acquitted, right, of all charges. Yes, he has. Um, but in the court, but in the court of public opinion. Nada. Forget it. You know, that shit sticks, right? It sticks. And, you know, I see people tweeting, oh, that guy did that shit. And people are like, this guy's been acquitted. What do you mean? So there's that whole thing around, oh, what is legal and, you know, what is moral, right? Mm -hmm. Can 10 women be lying? Can 10 women collude together to get rid of this guy? What's the intention behind that? Oh, he's really, you know, guilty. Oh, just because someone is acquitted doesn't mean he's innocent. It means it, sometimes it can mean that there was not enough, there wasn't a strong case enough for him to be convicted. You know, so different things have been going around the whole thing, right? He's not played football for two years. He's been suspended by the club. I don't know if he was paid or not. He was also living a very wild life. Like, what's your own take on it, guys? I want to know, like, through what lens are you seeing this whole thing? So, um, the way I'm looking at it, right? Um, I don't know the exact details of what happened in court. But a lot of people should be aware that um, the legal system is not your neighborhood uh, argument parlor. You know, people made claims. They brought out the evidence. Everything was weighed. Um, right in front of a jury of his peers, or I don't know if the UK uses jury system, but in front of a judge who is well-known. And this is the way it works. You accuse me. Now it is for you and your, your team to prove beyond reasonable doubt that I did what you're accusing me of. If there is any slight doubt, then that means I have to go. Um, so yes, this issue of, you know, public opinion is, is very, very dangerous. It's a very slippery, slippery slope that we're in. Because at the end of the day, in the eyes of the law, Benjamin Mendy did not do anything. He should move on. But public opinion still looks at him like somebody who is a rapist or you know, convict and everything. And it it is it ties to cancel culture, that big monster called cancel culture. And ever since he reared his big head in, in, in society, not all, only in sexual assault cases or that of domestic violence, you know, it has caused more problems than solutions at the end of the day. Because right now, many should go back into um, the Man City training facility and go back and start, start his life again. But he cannot. I'll be very surprised if Mendy is picked by a top club in Europe. It's going to be a big issue because you know what's going to come next. The protests, you know, the movement, the council culture thing. 
it was it's, like you said, it will stick with him for a long time. And this is where we are right now. Johnny Depp was acquitted in, a, with a, in, in front of a jury of his peers, by a jury of his peers. And to today, there are people questioning why Johnny Depp is appearing at International Film Festival. Where it was clear that his partner was the one lying. Still, he hangs over him. And there are many more like this. So this is the world we live in right now. Obviously, Mendy was living a wild lifestyle, you know. But I don't think the, 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 the consequence that he's facing here is, is not right at the end of the day. If, it, if 10 women lie, or if 10 women come out with their own accusations, right, at least it must land. Look at Bill Cosby now. Bill Cosby has a harem of women that, that accused him, and the man went to prison at the end of the day. So, but at the end of the day, the accusers, they are, they, they are what do you call it, the accusations did not land. And many should be a free man, but he's free, but there's going to be a big cloud over his head and it's going to affect his football career at the end of the day. Yeah, I think what people are just trying to say is that even if the accusations didn't land, you know, or weren't strong enough for him to get convicted, it doesn't mean he didn't do it. Yeah, you get my point? How so do it's we now, know? We don't know if he did it or not. Exactly. It's like, we still don't know if he Hence, did it or not. why the court of law is very, very... Uh, it's still the best. Even though it's not foolproof, it's still the best. You know? We can't just go off of feeling and vibes and say... He should be counseled because of this. He was in the wrong place at the wrong time or whatever. It's still very... The legal system is still the best system for me. The whole mm. public opinion and counsel culture based off an accusation is very wild. You can destroy careers. You can... You, look at... Let's go back two, three years ago. I think it was during lockdown. A young man in Canada, a Nigerian man, a young guy was accused of committing rape. And he came out to say he didn't do it. Nobody believed him. What happened? He got committed suicide. Mm -hmm. Look at that. But everybody on social media already judged the guy. This popular social media influencer and um, comedian, Justin Yuji, the same thing. Yeah. Luckily for that guy, and I won't lie, when I read it, I was like, man, this guy is moving wild. Luckily, that young yeah, man had receipts. You see? So at any day, man, until we can come up with a better system than, you know, the legal system, bro, this is where we are. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's very... There's no perfect scenario. There's no perfect outcome, right? Because at the end of the day, you have to convince a jury that the guy committed a crime. Yeah. And then they have to then say he's guilty, right? Yeah. And even if they come out and say he's not guilty and he might or not might have done that shit, yeah. you know, people will still come out and give their own opinion. I can't blame people for giving their own opinion, Sharon. Oh, yes, that's definitely. One thing I can't fault yeah. Because that's what comes with the territory. It comes. Look at... Look at O.J. Simpson. He wasn't declared guilty. Bonega. Mm -hmm. Bonega. <laughs> <laughs> That's, he, he was rightly counseled at the end of the day, my guy. Nobody's oh, complaining. Yeah. Nobody's complaining about O.J. Simpson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the first counseling. Man. That, that was the counselor. We, black people had to come out and say, bro, we did that shit, bro. You know? But still, you know. It's, and the idiot, you know, up till to now, he still he still trolls about that shit. Yeah, know? he wrote a book like titled "One Weird Name." How how would I have done it, or how would I? Have, I can't remember. Let me look for that name or that silly book that he released. He, he was also the guy mad. still trolls about that thing. You you just come and still troll again. Yeah, like nah. So yeah, that's it with Benjamin Mendio. And um, yeah, sorry, the name of the book is know. "If I Did It: Confessions of the Killer." Can you imagine? Oh my god. Can you imagine? Come on. Oh my on. God. What year did that book drop? That, it came out 2007. 
OJ Simpson is crazy. He's a wild. He's a wild man. White Bronco. White, bro, we all remember that time when I was young. Now we all last year. It was the news that shocked the world. Like, come on. Yeah, it was everywhere. We were watching it. Everywhere. I remember. Yeah. I remember. You know one. You know one court case or one trial that was like really big. And I remember that day we we were stuck on the TV watching it live. You know. You know one trial, the Michael Jackson trial. Oh yeah, the first and second counts, one. bro. Yeah, man. Fourteen counts. Yeah, so someone like MJ. So someone like MJ too. Crazy. Somebody yeah. like MJ too. You can look at that and see. Uh, hmm. He was never ever found guilty. The first one he was, I think, they, they settled out of court. The second one, hmm. he went to trial and he beat all the cases. Fourteen. But still, I always ask people like, "Will you allow Michael Jackson with your kids?" I'm just, I'm just. It's wild, oh, bro. This man that did thriller, you know. I love it. I grew up on Michael Jackson, but I listen to his music, but the back of my mind, I'm like, is he only you, bro? Not only you. Not only you, they play with you, there. Come on, wow. You know? So, justice is never perfect. It's just the best we can do. Hmm. Speaking about albums, you mentioned Trailer. I just want to tell you guys, and I know Steve is going to jump into this thing right now, but I just want to tell you guys that Michael Jackson's best album it's is Dangerous. No, it's Dangerous. For real? I have to listen it's to yeah, it's his 1991 album. Can, can I? Can I? Can I just? 1990. 1991. The 1991 album. Can I say something? Allow the man. Allow Allow Osage Let me let me tell you why Dangerous is Michael Jackson's best album, right? Of course, Thriller is what we love. Off the wall. Yes, I know we always have those conversations, but bro, I was listening to MJ's discography one day. And I said, let me listen to Dangerous. I listened to Bad. And I said, let me listen to Dangerous. Let me read out the track listing for Dangerous. That's what I want to do now, sir. What's Dangerous? Number one. Listing? Number one, Jam. Jam. Number two, Why You Want to Trip on Me? Fine. Number three, In the Closet. Right. Something about you, baby. How's it? Now we can't be on Abby. In that video. Yeah, now we can't be on the video. Number yeah. four, She Drives Me Wild. Number five, remember the time. Oh, jump. Jump. That's my best Number video. Six. My best MJ video. Number six, can't let her get away. Number seven, heal the world. Oh. Number eight, black or white. Oh, killer. Number nine, who is it? Uh, I don't like that one. I don't like that one. Number 10, give in to me. Number 11, will you be there? Number 12, keep the faith. Number 13, gone too soon. Number 14, Dangerous. He stacked, I won't lie, Sha. And this is when he went to um, um, Teddy Riley. Yes. Okay. Uh, this stacked. is Teddy Riley album. He stacked. Stacked, Sha. It's a stacked album, bro. It's a stacked album. Hey, don't fuck with MJ's discography. MJ's discography is, solo, is flawless. Even the last one he did before he died. 10 million. This album, this album had nine singles, bro. Nine. Like... He had singles. The album dropped in 91. The, how, the album had singles that were still being released in 93. It's MJ, bro. You don't do, you don't do four-month albums with MJ, man. Huh. MJ. This album is, this album is stacked. Steve, what did you want to say? We're, we're listening to you. See, I don't think I'm ready to go into this, like, long argument with you because um, this, is not the, this is not the podcast to do it. 
I don't agree. You've not convinced me. Yeah, this is not the this is not the podcast. I know. This is not the podcast because yeah. we can go like because Gen Z have lost you. You've lost the Gen Z crowd already. Yeah, we've lost Gen Z. You're not talking about Gen Z. You've not you're not talking about Gunner's new album and whether we should listen to it because he snitched. We're not talking about that one. I couldn't listen to that Gunner's new album. I don't know. I've not. Bro, is I it an album or is it a single? No, it's a whole album. It's a whole last album. Yeah, the album was. Yeah, after the album, Young Talk dropped an album from jail just to fuck him. Yeah, but he now said that um, the 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 yeah, Ghana album is outperforming the Young Talk album. The oh, Young Talk said they're performing. Young Talk said promoting the the Young the Ghana album because the more he promotes it, the more money he makes. Because oh yeah, that's they are still trying to tie to him. But the whole YSL, the remaining small clique of the YSL don't fuck with Ghana. Sure, the old big boys in Atlanta, like those gang, the gang afflicted guys, are like, man, Ghana is a rat. Well, me, I don't care because I don't live that lifestyle. So, I, I really don't care. I mean, you, you guys already know my feelings towards all these things, anyways. So. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. I want to say, I want to say something about the Benjamin Mendy thing, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Speak. I'm so big on like action and consequences, right? Actions and reactions, right? Yeah, he's he's been he's been the Vegas is not 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 guilty. Congratulations to him. I'm happy to see that, you know, he's not being he's not going to be punished for something he didn't do. So that's fine. But I still want to say that he still puts himself in this position where because of his recklessness, right? Oh, death and his lack of lack of discipline, like just because you are rich and because you have money does not mean that you are going to be irresponsible. And yeah. having reckless sex and just orgies and all that. Orgies and all that. Look at some of the scenarios. I was reading the case. I was re- I was reading these stories, right? Some of the cases, right? A friend of his brought a girl to his house. Like that was his guy's. That was his guy's girlfriend. He just outrightly. They're just sitting there. He just actually asked the girl, "Can we have sex?" Right. That's wild. You know, that's someone. Yeah, that's someone who is using his position as an important personality in the society. Privilege. You know, yeah, it's privilege. He's just using his privilege to like, you know, you know, get sex. Think he can get sex whenever he wants it. Yeah. You know, even when it's not rape and those guys consensually, you know, agree to have sex with him, he's still, there's still some sort of exploitation in that, in, in it. The right? power dynamic is too much on his side. The power dynamic is too much in his side. And it, like, bro, see, see this life, eh? there's, there's consequences for everything that we do. So you ask yourself, am I ready to bear the consequences of any action I'm about to take? I'm not sure he asked himself these kind of questions. I'm not sure he answered that properly before he started embarking. Bro, trust me, his lifestyle is going to change. Nobody go tell him now, no. Yeah? Nobody. That guy's not He's going to marry and a woman. He's going to marry a woman from Mecca. And, and, that, and therein lies my problem. Why do you have to go through this to learn this? You don't have to. So. Right? Let me just jump here, right? I think football yeah. in Europe has not been able to catch up with modern times and how these modern stars should treat themselves. Like, I see a lot of young footballers out there, especially like the black ones in the UK, you're earning 200,000 pounds per week, you're earning 150,000 pounds per week. Bro, you're at the top of your game. You know, it's a certain way you have to move because you now have a target on your back. I'm not saying people are trying to see you as a cash cow, but if you move anyhow, as we say, in the street, if you do anyhow, you go see anyhow. You know, if you jump from woman to woman like that, nobody's saying you should not enjoy your youth or enjoy your fame, but be careful at the end of the day. You have to think twice, you know. Uh, 
and he's not and Mendy's not the only one. There are other Man City players who were mentioned in that in that small snippet that I saw. Shout out to Jack Grealish, but Grealish yeah, has Grealish to, Grealish has to know the way yeah. he's going to move right now because he yeah. can't be doing that wrong. Grealish was mentioned and he had not even joined Man City then. Yeah, bro, we also a picture of Grealish with a black woman. No, I think he had joined. He had joined City then. That's when he. That was his no. first season. That was no. his first season. That's just one of the cases. That was his first season. I remember. Yeah, that was his first season. That was his first season. Yeah. Yeah, okay. and we also that picture of Jaglish with a black woman in, on his bed. Like, bro, pattern yourself accordingly, bro. We are not saying you don't do this or do that, bro. Bro, you have to be discreet at the level you are. Bro, you should be you very conservative. You have to be very conservative the way yeah. you, you go with women. You really, have to be responsive. Bro. Yeah, and that's why we're beginning to see a lot of cases with Premier League players because there is no yeah. Rape nobody, cases. We don't have a there's no cultural director that is sitting these guys down like, bro, start moving. Start moving to your fucking sense at the end of the day. Start moving your fucking sense at the end of the day. They say a Premier League player who has a rape case that has not been named yet. I don't know who that guy is. You know? And as a Manchester United fan, I can't even tell you all the wild that we've been through in the last two seasons. With the wild guys that we have. You know, giving all these young guys heavy money. There's huge media attention. I think it was this guy that said it. Januzaj. Or a young player. He said... The moment he started playing for the first team and he scored his first goal, his life changed. He couldn't walk on the streets of Manchester anymore because mm. everybody was like, you know, women, yeah, women at his back and call. Guys wanted to hang out with him. And I don't really want to go back to the old Ferguson thing, but Ferguson had private detectives following his players. You couldn't go wild. I remember Rio Ferdinand, he said he lied to Fergie. And Fergie says, I know what you've been up to. You want to stay long in Manchester United, focused on football. So I think. In the world of football right now, they really need to check the way these players behave. They really need to caution them and say, this is how you move. Do you think, like, clubs need to do more in terms of training? Oh, yeah, definitely. They have to do. They have to do. It's just more than football now. You have to train them, like, you know, how to move as, as an ambassador of the club. You know, what the culture itself, you can't just be doing crazy shit like that. And, you know, so I think they need that training. Some clubs have started having like a lot of mental health, you know, stuff like that. And some clubs are beginning to tell young players, okay, once you get on the limelight, this is how you act, this is how you behave, this is how you keep your life private. But still, at the end of the day, when you get a teenager boy collects 250k, what more can you like hmm. somebody like Mbappe now? What do you want to tell him? Really, this hmm. is a man that has won the shebang, really. What do you want to tell Mbappe if he wants to go well? He won the World Cup at 19. Bro, so you have to caution yourself. You know, and I also think that goes back to the way they train them in the academy. Apart from just skills, developing skills and de developing physically, you have to let them know the way they should see the world and behave in that, in that manner. You guys just be like Rashford. Oh my, they pray for Rashford. Like Rashford. I am praying for that boy because his tattoos have not become his tattoos getting to Lil Wayne level right now. I'm just praying for that guy. They should wrap him. I know he has a strong mother. Tattoos, tattoo is not a... Oh, I know he's not a, I'm just being a very conservative Nigerian. Even though okay. I'll still have a tattoo, right. sir. But he has a strong mother and is managed by his brothers. So, I think they're wrapping him in wool. Please. Eh? I don't just want to see him near Pogba. I don't just want to see him near Pogba <laughs> or Lingard. Those two should go. At the end of the day, please. Oh, my God. I feel you. I feel you. I see you. Like they always say, right? Um, um, good people learn from other um, learn from their mistakes. Great people learn from other people's mistakes. Yeah. So, 
you know, no matter the position you are in, if you and it happens to a lot of young men. You finish uni, got your first job, then you got a big break. You are earning five x, you know what you were earning before. You have access to a lot of money. You have cars, etc., etc., and then you just want to start living a reckless lifestyle, bro. All these things can vanish just like that. Yeah, man. Just yeah. like that. See, money, you know, power, and fame will kill a man if you don't know what you're doing. You know, you unexpectedly welcome a new baby, right? With somebody you probably don't want to spend your left rest of your life with. Yeah, or you go frivolicking and, you know, you go you go frolicking and uh, you just hit somebody with a car. Like, I've seen these things happen, bro, because you had access to wealth and you just started wilding. So please keep your head, keep your head down, keep your head, be level-headed, understand your purpose in life, and just keep it moving. Yeah. Speaking about mental health, man, we all watched. Well, some of us watched the Daily Ali interview. Once a super ego, um, always a super ego. What do you mean by some of us? Are you trying to? What are you? Thank God. To Between I don't know. Steve and Daily yeah. Ali need to be in a room and talk out the issues they no, have. No, no, I didn't, I'm, just, I'm, I'm talking to Asage here. Asage said some of us were like, well, I, don't, I don't understand what he's trying and some to of us, Some of us watch the interview now. Not everybody in the world watched it now. Yeah, definitely. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I just want uh, to understand what you're saying. Uh-huh. Some of us watch the interview. That's what I said. Uh-huh. I'm sticking to it. Anyways, you know, he granted an interview to my United legend, Gary Neville, um, on his, you know, his YouTube about 30 to 40 minutes long. Talked about a lot of things. If you guys don't know who Dele Ali is, he's um, a footballer for Everton Football Club. He used to play for Tottenham Football Club. Very popular. Had a very, you know, glowing career. Went to the World Cup, scored a couple of goals. And we just started to see a decline in his performance. And it was so bad, he left Tottenham, went over to Everton, didn't perform there. He was loaned out to, I think, um, Bekistas or so in Turkey. And he also didn't perform very well there. You know, and his career has just been on decline. Um, social media posts, you can see him smoking or doing something. It was doing balloons. On the other. <clears throat> doing balloons, you know. There were so many reports of his off-field activities. And they were not, uh, you know, in glowing reviews. Anyways, he granted his interview with Gary Neville and um, opened up about some of the things that happened in his past, including, you know, abuse, drug abuse, sexual abuse, not growing up in a, you know, proper family system, you know, but his life, you know, his life changed for the better when he got adopted. But, you know, you can then now understand, you know, why he, he his career has been on a decline, you know, from a mental point of view, you know, experiencing a lot of trauma or relief trauma and all that. And I think it was very important for him to do the interview because it's going to inspire right. a lot of younger people um, to, to also come out and share their stories. Remember, this is sports, right? People don't... Usually, I was listening to ESPN FC. And Craig, I think Steve Nichol that was saying is right. People never used to do stuff like this. If you do stuff like this, they'll clown you, they'll laugh at you, or they'll call you a weak man. You know, so I'm glad that he came out to share this with the world. And maybe this was the best way for him to do it and really then get over it. So shout out to Daily Ali. 
some people on this podcast, some hosts on this podcast, <laughs> have an, you know, an, 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 a different view of this whole thing, right? And Steve and I got into it for close to an hour. You guys made the, you know, group, the, group, the chat, group chat hot. Yeah, we made the group chat hot, you know. I, I was I was cooking Steve and Steve was cooking me. We're cooking each other. And I did <laughs> seven jollof. Steve did serve me fried rice. I did seven pounder yam. He said he sent me. But you know we were serving. I mean we cooked each other. You know I, I don't know if you have seen that video of uh, Lakeith Stanfield and that guy that was the lead character in Coming Home to America. When he, he told us like I hope you have a good day. I hope you have a good yeah, day yeah, too. I hope you have a good. Oh yeah, I, know I that wish movie. you the best. <laughs> yeah. Wild movie. I was, yeah. That's what Steve and I were doing in the group. And Steve's opinion is, you know, fuck all the shit at the end of the day. That is just PR for him to come back. And let's let's let Steve speak. Let's Steve. So I didn't say fuck. I didn't say no, fuck. No here for your absence. I didn't say yeah. I didn't say fuck all this shit. I'm saying two things can be true. Um, yeah, he was abused as a kid. Um, and that um, that that might have affected him. But that's not the reason he started performing badly. Um, in his career. Can I ask you? Can I ask you a question, Steve? Please do. So when Dele Ali came on board, you know it was more. It was um, Hurricane, Son, and Dele Ali. Dele Ali were the three bad guys for Tottenham. Everybody knew that one. Yeah. And he started to fall off. Why did he fall off football-wise now? Because he was doing something right before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what happened to him? What happened? Was it his style of play? He or he didn't. He didn't. He doesn't have the right. Like he's. He didn't develop his game. He didn't develop his game well enough to have his like, to have like a long career, so a long successful career. Okay. What he was doing as a midfielder wasn't sustainable. Um, like I've always said, what I've always said, doing? even at the height of what was he doing? even at the height of even at the height of Dele Ali's career, I kept saying that this is not sustainable. You can't be a, a midfielder and the only thing that defines your game is just scoring goals. Okay, it, okay. It's not sustainable. Yeah. You know, and once he stopped scoring, the thing is, even while he was playing and while he was scoring and at the height of his career. Watched his game. The only thing that stood that was his scoring. And he was a midfielder. I'm like, bro, you either convert into a straight striker or you go and learn how to be a midfielder because this thing is not going to carry you through your career. And that's what has happened. Yes, yeah, so I understand the trauma thing, the childhood trauma thing and how it can affect people, right? I understand it. And I understand, you know, that it can really affect you, right? What I feel about that interview, my, 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 my honest take on that interview was, well, number one, it was a PR move. It's a PR move because he has developed this this, this reputation that's come about him that one is he he didn't have the talent to to play at the Premier League level, and that's why when Lampard, you know, Lampard took a chance to chance on him, yeah, to never to Tottenham and to 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 to, to, to Everton, and that didn't work out. And after Everton, he couldn't find a club in England to 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 take him in, even on loan, and that's why he went to Turkey. And I think also. The stories from Turkey were not really, really favorable um, in terms of what happened in Turkey too. And I think they felt that this would, you know, make him not to be able, this would prevent him from being able to secure a good move to a good side in England. And just, you know what, let's just come up with, let's just come up with, yes, he's, he has gone to done some work, he suffered some trauma, he has gone to done some work now, but let's go and tell the media this so that we'll be able to get another chance. Two things can be true. Is this is a good and powerful PR move that he has made, and it's going to pay off because you know coaches are going to look at him in a different light and just give him more chances, right? So when you say now that we understand what he has been going through, what do you think? What like what do you think? What do you think? What leverage does it give to him? 
does this give him a leverage to be to be a bad footballer in the last two years, in the next two years, or in the next three years? Like, what's the timeline? What do you think? What do you think this does for his career? In my own opinion, that's sure. my own point. How old like, is what does this How old is do Dillian now? He's twenty-seven. Damn. That's what does it just do for his career? Like, what do you expect us? Because you keep saying, oh, we should understand footballers. Now that we understand that footballers go through, that are human beings, what do you expect us to do? What do you want us to do? You want us to give them a, 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 window, to, a window to be bad and not, you know, suffer the consequences of being a bad footballer? Like, what do you want us to do? That's my own point. Now that, oh, mental health is an issue, we know that humans, uh, players are human beings. We know that, oh, players suffer from things outside of football. What do you want us to do? Because at the end of the day, this is a resort business. This is a resort game. That's my whole point. Don't don't Sorry. do anything. Stop tying back do to anything. his career. Oh, now he has given it. How does this tie back to his career? No. Somebody is coming to the world to, you know, because the world has seen everything he's done. And he says, mm -hmm. okay, I owe it to the world to explain how yeah. I have gotten here. And he has gotten yeah. that off his chest. The next mm -hmm. steps of him going back to his career is entirely different. These are mutually exclusive things. It's entirely how's different it, from... How's it entirely different me. when... It's different. When okay. it's a okay. resort business. It's a resort game. Football, sports is a resort My brother, business. he can go back to the pitch and start training again. It's different from him granting me. an interview. Why are you tying it together? Why? I should tell, I'm going to tie it together because he's a footballer primarily. Hey, you will go back to training at Everton and continue playing football now. What's that? How's that? What's, uh, why okay, so now, okay if he continues playing football and he's bad this season, what do we? What should we do now? Because he has said something about his mental health and what he has gone through. Hey, if he's bad, he will, if, he, if he's bad, him. no. If he's bad, then his, yeah. his performance is not great. He, 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 he hits the bench. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. He hits the bench. Um, Steve, I want to ask you a question. Because we also saw that viral... Um, that viral Moreno clip where he was talking to that very annoying Tottenham chairman. And he yeah. said, oh, that the first player that, um, that he said that Ferguson told him only one, gave him only one advice and how to sign yeah. Dele Ali, that Dele Ali is a Manchester United player. What do you think Fergie yeah. saw in him? Was it just the raw talent or to mold him into something better? I don't believe, I don't believe that anyway. Okay, so maybe Moreno was just... Gassing. I don't believe that anyway, maybe but it's, 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 still, it's still possible. It's still possible that maybe, more, maybe Ferguson said, you know what? I can play him as an eight or so. You know, Ferguson played four four two for a long time. Or, oh, yeah. You know, like I don't we'll know use him in a like, different Ferguson position. Okay, okay. You can use him in a different position that will really not make him work as a midfielder and really like really use his. Because I've always wondered know, about that. on his skills. Yeah, I always wondered yeah, about that. Like, like, where will you put a Dele Ali? For I'm not saying I've never said there's nothing about Dele Ali. I'm saying like, see, for scoring goals is not easy in football. For you to be in positions to score goals and you know put uh, shots on target, it really means you're skillful. Right, you have something in you. My own is as a midfielder, it doesn't help you that much. So what do you do? Are you either a striker or a midfielder? So just choose one. That's just my own problem, right? So for 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 talent wise, I've never like really rated him. My like I've never rated him, right? And him coming out to say, oh, this is what has been happening to me, doesn't does does not change my view about his talent at all. That's why I kept asking Osagi, what do you want me now to do now that he has said this? How does it don't, affect? Don't him? do anything. It doesn't I, have I wasn't to do doing anything before now. Hey, hey, you, you keep tying it to his football. Uh, oh, now I've granted this interview. Nobody will critique me on my footballing. No, that's not what we're saying. We're saying I've been acting wild and my performance has dropped because I have been relieving some trauma and it has really affected me and I can't take it any longer and I have to tell the world. 
that is that is that what it is. Right? Osage, what, 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 what do you I'm think? I'm trying to explain to you is that. Let me. I want, I want to ask you something about this interview. I want to ask you something about this interview. Do you think this yeah. interview is the work that he did? Is the work that he that was needed for him, like to get out of the situation or therapy? What do you think this interview did for him? Because you are saying now that he has told the world, he's now free. Yes. Like, do you think this interview did anything for him? Of course, he got it off his what? chest, bro. He has he, never he, he told he really the. He has never... No, no, no. That was, Gary Neville is not a therapist. That was not, not a therapy. I'm not saying yeah. I'm not bro. You know, bro, an bro, to do something bro. does not do anything bro. for you. It's a is a PR move. That's the that's work that you it have can to be, do is to be, meet a mental health expert and go undergo therapy. Real it therapy. Be, maybe, 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 maybe has gone because he said he went to rehab. He said he has been. He said he has gone. That's the work that is needed. He has done the work already. This is just PR. This is just to come and paint and just repair his and this, image. This is where simple. This is, this, this is this is where we both we both we don't see eye to eye. All right. And I'll tell you right that it can be both. It can be both. Yeah. It can be a PR move to say okay, oh this is what was wrong with this guy. But really, it can also be a guys. This is why I've been bro. It's like how I also did therapy right, and then I've. Spoken about it in a couple of interviews. Yeah. Oh, this happened and I did therapy and I feel felt better. Did, did did I need to say it in the interview? Yes. Why? Because I wanted to let people know so that if someone outside there is listening, they also go for therapy. They also okay. be able to speak their truth. So don't and I don't sound like all these like Twitter woke people, but don't put a lead on somebody who is trying to open up. Don't do that. If that's that person's way of coping, even though the person has gone to therapy, then that's that person's way of coping. It doesn't now mean the coach will now say, oh, because you were abused, I always start you if you are not performing. <laughs> entirely different. Or the, coach will say, ah, or the referee will say, ah, I'm not I going to give so. you a yellow card. I'm not going to give you a yellow card. You were abused. I don't give you a yellow card. No. If he doesn't perform, then, you know, act accordingly. It, that, that still remains, Right? And that's what I'm trying to tell. And you know why I'm trying to even put some see it through Daily Ali's lens and put some empathy is that this guy used to be a high performer. Daily Ali was not an average person or wasn't even, you know, it's not like one random bowler that couldn't play then came out with this story. He was performing at a very high level. Went to the Champions League final, went to the semi-finals of the World Cup, actively participated, scored goals, played good football. So it's not a case of... And we started to see a clear drop in... Bro, Ayo, can you remember Alan Smith? Oh, yeah, no. That blood, we that, saw something like that, this now. When he came from Leeds. Yeah, he came from Leeds to Manchester United. He was playing, you know, as a forward, central forward. You know, they paired him with Rooney at times. And he was playing, playing, playing. This time, Van Historia had left. And he wasn't, you know, at, at some point, he wasn't performing well. But he was very aggressive. What did Fergie do? Took him to play four. And he was playing defensive midfield for us for a while and played and then left the club. Like, people go through shit, bro. And speaking about Daily Ali and Fergie, Fergie would have converted that guy into a very nice eight or nine. I won't lie. Would have moved him upfield. So, again, I want people to come out and talk and tell their stories. This guy is inspiring one young boy right now who they are using to move drugs. And he's going to be like, I'm not going to do this anymore. You here now? Uh, it was the daily alien. Bro, haven't you gone on YouTube and watched an interview and it changed your perspective and inspired you to do something? 
You can't put a lid on it and you can't just attribute it to PR. It's very unfair. That's my own take on it. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Dele Ali. All right, let's go from, you know, Steve thinking people are using some sort of things to scam their way back into football to real scammers <laughs> who have been taking people's money. <laughs> who have been taking people's money, right? Bro, what happened this week on social media is why it will take threads a long time oh, very long to term. compete with Twitter. Very long term. You know the engagement has dropped. It has fallen off a cliff. You it. know that? Yeah, because it's it's too happy on the platform. Everybody's yeah, happy uh, everybody see fake. Nobody don't nobody don't vex each other yet. Yes, you know, and this is why Instagram will always be Instagram, the happy place. Yeah, and so you nice brought those happy self. people on. Yeah, you brought those happy people on. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't turn we on. We need they don't chaos. Yeah, we need chaos to thrive. We need we need full time chaos. So That's please, what we need on so Twitter. please, this topic I didn't follow it. So can someone just give me some? I just know that twenty thousand pounds was missing. Steve has a summary. Right. Lead researcher, please go Lead ahead. Lead researcher, please. BSE, MSE. I don't have, you know, it's, you know, it's Twitter gist. I don't have the full gist, but apparently one girl came and tweeted that a certain Ajibola, Ajibola who she was dating, scammed her of 20,000 pounds sterling. UK right? pounds, please. Let us be exact. UK pounds, okay. pounds sterling. The only, the only currency with a surname. Um, so... Ah, people started tweeting that ah, that Ajibola is a scam. He scammed me. Some guys tweeted that um, he came to him as a mentee and scammed him. That, that's how this thing started. Though. Then people started saying that she was lying. They opened the space and people came out. They were all in the UK. Something Charlie led to something and the guy, they, they found the guy. They brought him to space. He agreed to pay. He said it was £17,000. Uh, Wait, they brought him to space. Had 11, they brought him to Twitter yes, spaces. To Twitter space, yes. <laughs> like that's how. And, how and, and, he started, and he started trolling the lady. Quite a public opinion. Ah, that was not nice. Then later, nice. he said he had £11,000 cash to pay to the guy, to the girl that he can't pay through the bank in the UK. Um, that they have this policy that you can't pay. Um, last sum of amounts into bank accounts. I can go out, go to the girl's house to give her cash. They repeated that. One girl came, one woman came, and handled the whole situation. At the end of the day, the guy paid the money. And that, I think that day he paid 11000 And I think the girl tweeted yesterday that she has she has received the full 17000 Wow. So people went on Twitter space to argue this. Bro, people were on... People are on Twitter space for more than seven hours See, talking about First this. of all, I want to apologize to Elon Musk. Any Baba, any money where you want to put on Twitter, don't have my bag. Please. People are too free with this. Yeah, so I, didn't, I didn't really follow you. I don't, I'll just seen the gist. I'll just something once in a while I'll go on the space, just like listen to what's happening, like five minutes and I'll go out. That's how I just follow the gist. But that's just that's just the summary of the whole gist. Um a guy scammed his girlfriend of seven of seventeen thousand pounds. Came on Twitter to complain. Twenty thousand pounds. Together to twenty. No, she said twenty thousand pounds. But the guy came on space and argued that it was seventeen thousand. Oh, Tiff, they argued. It was seventeen thousand pounds that he that he paid back. Yeah, that was it. Um, it was. He really, said there were really up to seven thousand people in the Twitter space. Bro, there were a lot of people in that Twitter space. Tinubu, and for for long hours. Tinubu, your arm is ready. Your arm is they ready. They were arguing. There's one guy. He's a nurse. I forgot his name. Because when the guy first started tweeting, the guy came and said the girl was looking for was like looking for clout and just really attacked the girl. The guy now, be, I don't know how the guy now carried the issue on his head. 
It was the one that first opened the space. He became the advocate for the guy. He became the advocate. He became an advocate for the guy. And you know why? You know why the thing was annoying me? The guy is my namesake. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 Who's this bomb? <laughs> oh god. It was really funny. Then he really I think what really happened was when that girl the, the woman a certain woman came and really took over the situation, right? And took that guy to the back, like really relegated him, you know, to the background. And it didn't pain the guy because if you see the tweets later. The guy was still claiming that he was the one who took charge and made sure the guy was paid. You know, like, it's just... Bro, man. So the woman who came to, you know, take charge of the situation and basically helped the girl get her money Facilitate back. her money, yeah. Yeah, facilitated the whole refund. Payback, yeah. She's like an OG UK... Niger UK, yeah, UK, UK president. Yeah, right, yeah, her name, I think yeah. Blanco or something is her name. Blanco, that's her name. Yeah. That's, that's the gangster you know, her voice... You know, her voice and everything. She's very Bro, she has, it, she, has, she, she has that aura. Like, she has yeah. the aura. You can hear yeah. when you hear her talk, you know she has an aura. She's very commanding yeah. voice and everything. Very commanding. Yeah. And I think someone at the end of the whole thing now tweeted. So after all the men shouting, there was a woman that sorted the situation out. <laughs> I said to tell you. <laughs> you know, it was just uh, really interesting. And, you know, it just really, you know, brought up a conversation about, like, you know, how things we do for love. With, yeah, how people deal with money, especially in relationships, and you know, red flags of people asking for money. And it was funny seeing girls talk about, oh, once a guy starts asking me for money, I know it's a red flag. I'm like, if we start following that trend, you know, another thing I saw in the whole thing is how people are very intense when they're in love with somebody. Yeah, yeah. That have you move, have you met people move, like that? Yeah, the mobile button just. Yeah. Yeah. People, I, I think she gets think very intense and very intense on a very short period of time, right? You're dating someone three months in. Some people are ready to sign over everything. True. My own opinion, I think, is a sign of not loving yourself. That's how I, I see it. Like I love myself too much to put myself in certain situations just because of another human. Love right? yourself. And it, yeah, it's just it's just how. And it's been a red flag for me to have dated women who like really are really intense. Like you want them, like it's so intense. Like what? The like, fuck? This is not it's not healthy. It's yeah, not healthy. Like, it's not, it's not healthy. Like you can't we can't. I can't I can't do it, you know. And and that's how it is. Because if I'm in a relationship with somebody, I want you to have your own life. I want you to live to be your, your own person, to be independent oh my of God. me. You oh know, this is God. how it is, Bro. you know, so that when we come back, Bro. when we come together, we can join our experiences and share them and also go and live our lives. And this is how it should be. Everybody you should know, be dependent in a relationship. Have your Thank own you. life. Have your own life. Have your own Do not thoughts. attach yourself your to me. Processes. Do not attach Thank yourself you. to me like this. Nah, you know, so, like, I really hate that intense shit and it, it really annoys me, you know. And if I see people do it, I had a joke I threw in, in the group about the girl, right? It just, it, and that joke, you know, goes back to what I'm saying before. If you love yourself that much and you have confidence in yourself, you won't put yourself in certain positions, you know. And that's it. Um, like, like me, I, I always say it. I've never been, nobody, no woman has ever scanned me for anything or for love because of love. Like, I've never done anything out of place just because I love someone. I have to be very rational. How does this affect me? How does this, you understand me? When you say, of course, I'm, when you say, like, they never scan this, that's financially, I mean. If financially, emotionally, I've never, okay, I've never okay. been in a situation where I felt I was scammed. 
right? I've never been, I've never, like, I don't put myself, I, I really don't put myself in those, in those situations, you know? It's not as if I don't sacrifice things for people. Like, I, I sacrifice time, efforts, and yeah, it, like, yeah. I do it. But I do it just because it's, some, it's something I really want to do, not because it's something you are tricking me to do. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I get you. Yeah. You know, so, I don't know, man. I don't know how people do it, you know? Um, putting yourself in a position as a girl, you know? And like, looking at her, I'm not sure she's, I'm not sure she was like really that bust up. I think it's just money that she saved. Bro. She really wanted to use it to do something you know for herself. You know what just 70,000 pounds is, bro? Do you know how much that is? <laughs> you know, like it's just so scary. Like I had a and, friend that I was telling you guys now. I had a friend in, in America that, you know, really gave, gave his boyfriend, uh, gave a boyfriend money in Nigeria to go to the UK to school so that, you know, in the process of Jack so that they can actually meet up in Canada, whatever. And the guy went his uh, and the guy went with his girlfriend, with his girlfriend, with his young girlfriend, right? Simple. And when she brought the case to me, I I blamed her. Like I I didn't even console. I didn't even try to console her. I didn't even try to like really manage any situation. I straight up blamed her. Like you should know better. Like you I shouldn't put her. yourself in those positions. No, no, no. That's no. I'm saying that's, bro, that's, that's, that's wild of her to do that. Yeah, come on. yeah, it's just wild. Like why would you like a long distance relationship from number one? You've never met. You guys just talk on phone. You fell in love. You guys started dating via, you know, phone. And you develop that kind of trust to people. Like, it means, one, that you don't have people close. Because me, before I do something like that, I'll come and ask you guys. Guys, this thing make I do. I make I run. I know so that I go tell me something I don't do. <laughs> right? So, yes, now. It's, so it's, that's, it's, it's also important to have people, to have, like, really cl a close circle. People who can call you out. People who can, like, really direct you. You know, people don't have these things, and it's just so unfair. Like it's it's hard it's hard just seeing things happen, you know. And see, me saying that someone has not scammed me does not mean oh, if someone scammed me too, or that means I'm stupid or anything, right? It happens. Like sometimes you can trust people too. Like I've, I I trust people in my life right now, right? If they do something, if they betray me, that means they've scammed me, right? And that will you understand what I'm trying I'm trying to say. Yeah. Betrayal yeah. is betrayal is something that happens in life, right? But the risk of it shouldn't stop you from really having people that you trust, right? But that trust should be rational. That trust should be based on like a long-term relationship or a good, how do I put it? It's like before you trust someone, right? You should be able to like have done your done your due diligence. Yeah, that's the word. Really have due rapport, diligence. understand the person, right? Yeah, because this same person, this same guy. His name is on, on his name is, on, if you search his name, you see that in 2021, he was arrested for scamming his friends of 800,000 naira. The case went to court. His name is there online, on news platforms. So how can you be in relationship with somebody like that? And you are, you are bringing out 20,000 pounds of your own money and you're not doing any sort of due diligence. You remember that, that conversation that we had about when OC says someone scammed him off 70 million naira that he wanted to use to buy a car yeah, for his yeah. neighbor. And I said that was very reckless of him. How can you be in a how can you be in a business relationship also with someone like that? You've not done your due diligence. Apparently, also, if you search that guy's name, he has several cases where he was arrested for fraud. How can you be doing something of 70 million naira with someone? If you don't you didn't do any research on your own, you didn't even ask someone, ah, oh, I know this guy. Or who has this guy done business with before? Let me ask them. Do you, are you guys feeling me? Yeah, I get you. I get you. Yeah, that's crazy. just how you know, me I operate. That's, it's crazy. It's crazy now. That's how me I operate. That's how I do things. I'm very, very 
like thorough. because maybe not because money not there. I'm very thorough. Like before I do no, something, I go ask it's, people. It's, 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 you understand? Just, you know the basics. It's I just got scammed. yeah. I got scammed yesterday, sure. Yeah, what's the apple? Yeah. So let me give you the background gist. I, I was at the filling station at uh, in Oregon, and um, yeah, I was was buying fuel. Right, this young boy just walks up to me, says he's hungry, but he wants to walk. He doesn't just want handouts. Do you understand? He genuinely was begging and all that. So I was like, what's, his, what's the talk to me? You know, they hadn't even started filling up my car. So he explained to me that he's a barber. He's learned how to barber. He doesn't have his own barbing clippers. But he's the only one taking care of his family. He has a mom and, like, siblings, right? And... So he he explained all of that. And I was like, okay, I could have given this guy some money from the car, right? Cash. I was like, no. The way, best way to invest in this guy is to get him back to, you know, get him in a position where he's making money so he can take care of his family, right? So I'm like, take my number, send me a text message. And he did. And I think like a week later, I got him like barbing clippers that he could use. And then he came to the house, he picked up the barbing clippers, boom, right? So I think like a few weeks later, like a month later or so, he calls me again that they're about to kick them out of the house. I'm like, you should have been making some money now because he had a, a spot at a barbing salon. He didn't just have the clipper. So I basically didn't answer him. I'm like, sort your shit out. I've done my part, right? But yesterday he called again and said his mom is very ill. You know, and I was like, I felt some type of way, especially because I didn't help him the last time. So I'm like, your mom is ill. What is the cost? Said it's 50,000 naira. He's raised 30,000 naira. He's looking for 20K to add. I was like, okay, send me your account number. I could do that, right? You know, something just said, you know, like call him back. So I called him back. Where are you? Go to your, go to the hospital. So I, I just told him, go to the hospital and take a picture. So he, he was like, okay, okay. He's heading over to the hospital now and he will take the picture. It wasn't up to five minutes. He sent, you know, like a picture. And the picture, I was just like, ah, it's not even up to five minutes. Where's your house? Where's the hospital? So once he sent the picture, I Google, I reversed Google, I reversed image, I Google reversed image the picture. And the guy just went to the internet and downloaded a picture of somebody with an IV in the arm. <laughs> but I had sent the I had sent the money, you know, I, because I just I was doing something. So I like let me send this money before I get distracted. Because if I get distracted, I might not send the money that day, or it might take hours. But I sent the money already, and then called him on WhatsApp. And as I called him, he picked, and I switched to video. He now had to pick it. I'm like, you're not at the hospital right now. Where are you? This picture you sent me, you you downloaded this picture from the internet. You know, and then he started denying and whatever, whatever. At that point, I just cut it off. And, you know, I, I, I just sent him a message. Let me, let me read it to you guys. And I said, look at the picture he sent me. It's quite sad that you lied to me. I'm quite disappointed. Take care of yourself. And please never call or text me ever again. You know, and I felt betrayed. Wasn't the money... Money could have been more, yeah. money could have been less, but I just felt betrayed. Exactly. 
Yeah. And then I started to even think about the barbing clippers I bought for this guy. Did he go and yeah. sell it off? He sold it. He, yeah. he went to he went to sell it. He sold it off. No. I no bought man, something no for no man, no man. Right. I've given somebody. What, that was what of eighty k. Yeah. Right. Because these yeah. are good barbing clippers, right? Yeah. These are the barbing clippers I use that I recently bought. So I just purchased another one. Another and one. I'm just thinking this guy probably went to pawn it off and to do draws or something. Yeah, and I felt very disappointed. I just felt disappointed. Uh, disappointed. Yeah. And what I felt disappointed was that I, I've been in positions where he was in and people helped me yeah. out. And I was and that, grateful and I used it to change my life. Yeah. And that's why I keep saying that, oh, just because there's a risk of people betraying you, that does not mean you step, you stop helping people. Right, we we still have to do what we have to do if we can do it. You know, I've done. See, there's one guy that used to come to repair my gen. You know, in a solo back then, right? Like small gen. This guy knows how to repair gen. But I noticed that he does not have like a shop or something. He had he had a shop, but there's nothing there. He said he needs you know that he needs a phone so that people can reach him. Then he needs to buy equipment and start selling generator parts. I remember giving him hundred thousand. It's like four or five years ago. You know, hundred k was that. Right? Bro, see today no shop. But I but today who still or today now who still who lost? Naim now. Because he's still where he is four and four years ago. He's still on the street, just chilling, just doing nothing. Once in a while, just doing like minor jobs and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So he didn't. And, and, and he even get I look you. He go get I look you. The hundred k don't finish, have you? Exactly. So that's yeah. He don't go. He don't go. You know. So yeah, man. I just. You know, it's just sad when people just do that now. Like, you know. And that girl and I, the, her next relationships are going to really suffer. Yeah, so. Because she's bro. not going to be as committed. She's going to dump the trauma. Bro. Yeah. She's going to dump the trauma. Bro, the trauma. Trauma dump. Bro. Bro. Next guy bro. in the relationship is the one that, that next guy goes so far. See, that guy go pay for everything from beginning to the end. That guy, that guy, they'll probably be in a, that's how this is how trauma works. They'll probably be in a, in a situation where the guy forgot his money or he forgot his wallet at home. And I was like, I forgot my wallet. So can, you, can you borrow me money? And she'll just be triggered. Like, that's as, how... That's as, how as basic as, basic as that's that. Basic, thank you. She'll just be triggered. Ah, this one wants to start taking my money now. You know? So, it's just sad when I see things happen. Like I, just I think she needs, to go for, she needs to go for therapy. I'm yeah, glad she that needs, she needs it. To, because, I'll, and I'll tell you why, right? Coming to the public to even do this, right, is trauma. It's trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because it's very humiliating. Yeah, it's humiliating. Because she's yeah. not, oh, that's the girl that, you know, it's humiliating. It's called viral embarrassment. Yeah. It's bad. Because, guess what? As she came out to complain to the world and cry for help, do you know that there were people trolling her? Bro, bro, the guy, the Osage guy started, the Osage guy was first trolling her. Said she was looking for clout. That's why she's saying it, that, that she does not look like somebody who can give someone £20,000. This is someone you don't know from anywhere. Anywhere. Bro, the internet people is are crazy. intriguing. God. The internet is you crazy. Look at you. I don't, you don't even look like somebody. Do you look like somebody who, who can afford £20,000? I'm like, what the fuck? Wait, the guy said about? that. The guy said that, no. Yes, that's how the conversation started now. Yeah. Bro. I mean, it's Sasha. And I, I don't know I, how I, people continue continue to live their life like that because that, that Ajibola guy now, he has he has been doing this for a while. One, he, like some, 
they said there's a WhatsApp group of people that he had cheated or like he had that he has come. <laughs> Babes, guys, bro. The guy on Twitter, the brain, the there's a popular guy on Twitter, and I don't know if you guys saw it. He said the guy came, that the guy was calling me a boy on the TL, so he started mentoring the guy. So the guy was a mentee. I saw that one. I saw that one. <laughs> See, I saw the guy this come up. Come Oh God. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I don't give out a few sum of money to people who are not in my close circle. It's not. It's not happening. I'm not meeting somebody on Twitter and the person is saying borrow me to five million. Bro, I don't get money. Ordinary DMs. I'm not, I'm not doing ordinary it. Ordinary DMs. I say, bros, please God help. I don't even the second line. Delete. Spark I'm spam. not doing it. Thank you. If I have money to spend, like once in a while, eh, when I just have some money, I see all those guys who are seeking like medical, like medical. Sometimes, anytime I see like medical. Like someone like kidney transplant or those things, yeah, or those yeah, yeah. like call out. Uh-huh. I usually send, send what I can send and just move on. I don't need to know you. I just do it. I say uh, because I know what it is to be really sick in Nigeria right? and you don't have money. Yeah, out there. So I just do it and move on. But you see that DM, give me 10K. I've not eaten since morning. I've never responded but, to one in my you life. You have data now. You have money for data now. What a... I've never responded to one in what my life. Fedra? You be mad. <laughs> now me, you didn't want. You didn't Chris. <laughs> All right, I think exam in the spirit of giving and speaking about giving, I would love to share this. I don't think I've shared this on the podcast, but I think I've shared this with you guys. I don't know if you guys have read it, but there's something in Jewish practice called the eight degrees of giving. You said it before, right? I remember. Have I said it on this podcast? No, this one, the formal one. Oh, I, I think. Would you permit me to oh, also just share it again? All right, it's called the eight degrees of giving. It's under the Jewish practice, part of their learning and values, right? And then it goes from level eight. Sensitive, I'm learning from you. Yes, yes, as the, the true as the true lead researcher. <laughs> you decrease. <laughs> you know, and it goes, from all, it goes from level eight, which is at the bottom, all the way to level one, right? So let's start from level eight. Giving grudgingly with a sour countenance. Giving grudgingly is certainly that's the name, that's level eight. Giving grudgingly is certainly better than not giving at all and thus merits the eighth place, right, on the Maimonides list. But is the lowest form, is the lowest of all forms of charity. This form of giving is ironically selfish. It is, motiv- it is not motivated by true caring or love, but rather by a sense of guilt or obligation, right? Um, then level seven is giving less than you can afford, but doing so pleasantly. The benefit of a friendly response is so powerful that it often offsets the sting of an underwhelming donation. Even if you don't feel ready to commit yourself to meeting someone else's needs to the full extent of your capacity, you can express genuine interest and empathy. A sincere expression of caring can satisfy the person emotionally and give him the strength to go on even if you weren't able or willing to grant his request completely, right? So that's giving less than you can afford, but doing so pleasantly. Now, level six, giving generously, but only after being asked. While it's certainly preferable to be proactive at least, or at the very least, don't give a cold shoulder to those who approach you for help. You can never know just how laborious and awkward it is for, it was for them for them to ask you for a favor and how desperately they are counting on you to respond graciously. Our society tends to encourage us to say 
no to the demands or requests of others. We are made to feel like fools or wimps if we allow people to appeal to our soft nature. The Torah certainly does not advocate that we abhorrate or sorry, abrogate all personal boundaries and let others walk all over us. However, if we are honest with ourselves, we can always find a way to fill the other person's need or refer them to someone who else can or who 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 someone else who can. Now level five, giving before you are asked. Remember level six was what? Giving generously but only after being asked. Level five is giving before you are asked. Learn to anticipate the needs of others even before they approach you. Don't wait for the self-destructive behavior or cry for help before stepping in to lend a hand. Don't limit yourself. Don't limit your involvement to those who can appeal to you. Seek out opportunities where you can make a difference. Level four now is the recipient knows the giver, but the giver does not know the recipient. Right? In levels Five through eight, the recipient and the giver are both known to each other. So even when the giving is done with utmost sensitivity and happiness to help, theirs is a relationship of superiority. The giver's ego is gratified and the recipient feels shame and inferiority because of his dependency. This is partly rectified in the form of charity that occupies level four in this list, which is the giving is done in such a way that the recipient is aware of the identity of his benefactor but remains anonymous to him. In this case, the donor feels more humble since he is not aware of whom he is giving, the, giving anything to. However, the recipient's feelings are not spared to the same extent since he knows who gave him the charity. Now, level three is the giver knows the recipient but the recipient does not know the giver. In this level, converse to level four, the donor's ego has some room to express itself since the giver knows who is receiving his bounty. There is room for some sense of one-upmanship or dominance over the receiver. However, the beneficiary is unaware of who the donor is and so his dignity is preserved. Right? Now, level two, giving giving anonymously where the recipient does not know the giver and vice versa. This is one of my favorite levels. Receiving mutually anonymous, anonymously takes much out of the sting of being on the receiving end. It is far better when we lend aid to others unconsciously, when we give ourselves over to others so, com- so completely that our egos merge with theirs and neither is conscious of being in the superior or inferior position. Level 1 is the highest level. Helping someone become self-sufficient. The most basic need of a human being is to feel needed and capable. Thus, the highest form is to help someone find a job or set them up in a business. This preserves their dignity and at the same time transforms them from being a recipient into one of the capacities to give others. Similarly, if you are in a position to counsel or or give advice to someone, it's important to instill in them confidence in their own ability to find solutions to their dilemmas and even be a source of strength to others. That's it. Yep. Mm. It's, 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 it's amazing. It's amazing. So, That's you know, amazing. when you have people who give, like, an example of level, level two, right? Giving anonymously is like people who donate to, like, schools. Or like yeah. motherless 
you know, baby homes and stuff like that, right? The recipients don't know you. You don't know the recipient. You just went there, donated, and moved on. That's, like, really good, right? But, like, level one is what Steve was trying to do with his guy that fixes generator. We were trying to set him up in a position where he's good enough, then he can now have boys in his shop and then set them up, right? And that's what we should all aspire to, that level one. But, like, I'll put this in the show notes, you know, and I'll put this in the show notes so, you know, you guys can also read it. So, people that give and tell everybody they give somebody, you know, like level, you know, like level eight or level seven. It's not bad, but hey, man, you know, to reach that, 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 that true form is to essentially, I think, you know, when you're playing on level two, or at least level, level three, right? Or maybe even level four, I don't know. But you get my point, guys, right? Like, give and just shut the fuck up. Yep, I got you. Got you. All right, man. Um, we wanted to talk about this last week, um, but we didn't have some time. Quick question: Why is the class talking about the super egos, right? Why is the class of '96 still more relevant than any of the players, footballers we have today? Is there a class of '96 or class of '94? Okay, so it's well, class of '94. I like to call the '96 team because they added Kanu and Ko okay, yeah, into yeah. the team. All right, true. I'm tired yeah. because that was the last class of the super egos that really had the attention. Thank you. Um, of Nigerians, right? Because if you if you see. What's happening? That class was what spoiled Nigerian football. Should I, should I explain? Explain no, because I'm writing the book about that. Because, so please let me know. Because they all moved abroad and Nigerians focused, the Nigerians' attention turned to what they were doing abroad. And that's why everybody discovered foreign football. Premier League. And that was it. Premier League. Mm. And that was the that was the that was how Nigerian football died ultimately. Yup. That's all. Hmm. So, my, my, the 90s, our biggest players were playing in Nigeria, right? Even Kanu, even Okocha, when Okocha made his Super Eagles debut, it was also, it was in, not Super Eagles debut, like when Okocha came into national prominence from under 17 to under 20, it was in the Enugu Rangers before he moved abroad, right? But Nigerians, Nigerians really at that time were not really like super crazy about personalities. It was just about the teams, right? Senegal 92, they followed the team. But 94, Tunisia 94 really started this wave of what are these players stars? becoming strong personalities. Yeah. The stars, Yekini, Kano, Mokachi, Amunike, Samson. The magazines were doing feature profiles Thank you, much. was doing feature profiles. 96 was just, my 96 was like the ultimate, like Kano King, Babayaro King. Atlanta team, the superstars in that team. The Atlanta team, the superstars in that team. Fire. So these superstars, yeah, exactly. These superstars, what happened? They all moved, they were all playing abroad. And Nigerians, Nigerians really wanted to like be following their every move. And that was an Nigerians started watching Europe, European Bro, football, Steve. started following and Kano now went to the Premier Nigerians, League. Arsenal. Nigerians became Arsenal fans because of Kano. Bro, because That's of Kano. That's how powerful he had that pool. Because of Kano. And Kano was sort of Arsenal Nigeria fans. at that time. He was like the golden child we, of Nigeria. That's it. And since then, we've not been able to recover that. No, no set of super egos have been able to like, like garner that sort of attention. Um, 2013, we won the Afcon, the African Cup of Nations. Forgotten so fast. Um, you know, but we've forgotten so fast. You know, that team also had Victor Moses, Mikel Obi, 
But if you ask Nigerians, if you ask Nigerians their favorite memory of Mikel Odi, they'll tell you about the Champions League and his Chelsea career. Yeah. They will not tell you about the 2013 that he won the African Cup of Nations in South Africa with Super Eagles. If you ask the Nigerians their favorite memory of Victor Moses, they'll mention the Antonio Conte Premier League winning team yeah, yeah. of 2017. Nobody will mention that he was the best player. He's one, well, he was one of the best two players in African Cup of Nations in 2013. You know why? Because the attention wasn't there. That's it. Even Victor Simeon now, you say he won't. Even Victor Simeon now, Napoli. if you mention it's Napoli and Champions yeah, League, that people tell you. Nobody will remember a Nigerian moment. Also, I think the last point, which is not really um, an overwhelming, like it's not, it's a very, it's not, how do I put it? It's not a major point. It's a minor reason, right? Is Nigerian, the Nigerian team has not really had a big moment again. Yeah. So 2013 African, African Cup of Nations, they played it. So see, every timing matters. Atlanta 96 was so interesting because they played this game in the night. Everybody had to watch it. Even if you're not watching it, your neighbors were shouting. You're asking yourself, why are my neighbors shouting? Do you understand? So if you miss the first match, you've missed the first match. In fact, the people, and I can argue that if 100 people watched the, the game against Brazil, 200 people watched the game, the game against Argentina just because of the reaction. Yeah. Of the game against yeah. Brazil. Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? So, FC, the whole country was on a chokehold. It was happening in the night. Bro. 11 p.m. Everybody is at home. finished in Lagos after the defeat. Bro, I want everybody, to everybody is at home. No tournament has had that grip. Right? No tournament has had that grip. 2013, the, the game finally happened in the afternoon. People were still at work. Like, people were still going to businesses. So, the attention wasn't there. The only, the, the, the one tournament that would have done that was Russia. Because they were Russia 2018, because they were playing those games in the evenings. Yeah. And if you remember, if you were beaten in Argentina and gone on to the second round of that world, Bro. it would have been bigger. Bro. If you understand Facts. what was happening, you Facts. understand what happened against Facts. Islam. Yeah. You remember what happened that 2 0 against Bro, Islam? I, if you were beaten in Argentina, or draw, thank you, or drawn Argentina, I think something special would have happened in that World Cup. And maybe we would have gotten to the quarterfinal, and maybe that set would have also like be, become big stars. But it never happened. So timing matters. When are you playing these games? Right? Is, uh, uh, is the country watching? The whole of the country watching? Is the country in the chokehold? Yeah. Like, you know, stuff I, like that matters. Atlanta 96 was just too perfect. Yeah. I can't, like, it's too perfect. Like, if you, th- if you draw up a perfect tournament for Nigerians, you can't draw a more perfect picture than Atlanta 96. Yeah. From the timing of the games, to the players, to the team, to the storyline, everything. I just don't happened. forget that uh, you... Uh, World Cup '94 was in America, right? And this was when, uh, this is when Nigeria was really emerging, was really meshing itself Thank into American you. pop culture. Thank then two you. years and it was later, also a night. Remember, yeah, two years later, it was also a night. Yeah, two years later, we're now back in America again. Same in America, same in America. And we now had a generation Bro. that was influenced by. Look at the way Kano did it here. Look at the way Amoka Chief celebrates. Look at JJ's flair. Also, also remember, it was also the calendar era. Maybe yeah. they won. They, they were printing yeah. calendars. Look at Babayaro. They were in the. Five they, were, in they were. Most of the city rooms, all the city rooms in Nigeria. Yeah. Now those kind of moments are no longer there. Nobody's printing calendars. Memorabilia are not Bro, they don't exist anymore. I remember what social media is fragmented, is scattered. Yeah. So the attention is not really mm, um, it's, it's not conver- it didn't it doesn't converge mm. in at one spot. It's too scattered. Yeah. I, I, know, remember so the, just I remember the just belief simple. Nigerians had in the nineties. We actually believed the Super Eagles could win the World Cup. I was watching Bro. a video for my research on my book where Remember this um, event, a uh, million match for Abacha, the two million match for Abacha. Yeah, 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 98. John Fashanu, 
Um, yeah. Jejo Kocha and some other guys. She's going to take my man. Yeah. Some other super good stars were there. And John Fashanu made yeah. a speech that by the time we get to the World Cup, next time we come back here, we'll win the World Cup. I see the way the crowd was cheering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I remember yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. only if you guys know that this is the end of the great Super Eagles they're about to witness. <laughs> like, I believe after 98, 2000 was more of like a... 2000 was, was their last run. Yeah, it was giving it touch to Cameroon. was last run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 98 team was like, bye-bye. It was all over at that yeah. point. And I'm like, it's yeah. crazy, man. Football in the 90s from Nigeria. Last, yeah. He needs, he needs a Netflix series on his own. I was like... Bro, yeah. So you guys are trying to tell me now that club football doesn't stand a chance, like Victor Simon in Nigeria on the biggest stage. You know, because everybody's watching this club football, right? We all know yeah, people yeah. are watching the club football. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we're saying that people on the big stage, like Victor Simon, um, Kelechi Henacho, these yeah. guys cannot be heralded as superstars and. Brands will still go and meet the class of '96 to yeah. deliver their also. brand marketing through them. Like, why yes. are they in all these other guys? Why haven't? Is it these guys haven't positioned themselves right? What is you know Victor Simen? Is Victor Simen? He's huge. Shout out to Victor. So what's going on? Because what Victor did this offseason, I don't think any stars done that in a while. Where you see Victor, Victor Simen is that the most popular yeah. because of what he has done, right? But Mikel, Mikel, Mikel is as popular as. Oh, Mikel is not as popular as not as not as popular as a culture, but Mikel still has that thing, right? Yeah. Right, because he was the biggest at that time. So I think Osime is, is going to be our star, our, super, our next superstar. Oh, he is. He's already our next superstar, um, obviously. But we're not going to have a, a whole bunch of them because one, there's like they're, they're not really big moments. You can um, interject a little bit. I also feel time. that the super good star, like before, like Steve said, all of them were whole base players. They all grew up in Nigeria. Yeah, we knew them. I feel now with the Super Eagle stars, it feels like there are some guys in that team that have not spent 14, have not spent 14 consecutive days, days in Nigeria since they were born. Yeah, so they don't even know. Apart from Lagos, they don't know. They're not relatable. We don't yeah. know these guys at the end of the day. So that's yeah. the thing that Nigeria doesn't even know the Super Eagles team he has. We don't know our first 11. I'm not back there when Buffet Joe or West Ham. You can read, you, you can, know. you can, you can, yeah. Kenny was playing nine. You know that one. Finidi is seven. Yeah, not everywhere, everybody did. But now we don't even. Benny Roja, Benny Roja is three. Yeah. yeah. So we need we need a moment where and also where things align. We need a moment where everything aligns for us. I don't know how it's going to happen. This is why the World Cup is now. Things have not aligned. Things have to align where the stars just come into the right place and the whole of Nigeria's focus and attention is on these eleven players or on this first team. And if they can win something major, I don't know what they can pull off. Even the Nations Cup, it has to be done in a very dramatic way. I don't know how that's going yeah. to be done. That can bring back this whole effect. But right now, it's going to be hard. Bro, the, our artists eh, have more pull than Super Eagles players. Which was unthinkable, yes, unthinkable in the 90s. In the 90s, years ago. Maybe the biggest yeah. artist, Daddy Shoki. Okocha will clean him out. Like, the popularity is no will it's clean sure. him out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, that's also another angle. So maybe people have just moved on. Yes. Yeah, because they don't get any joy. That joy doesn't come from Super Eagles anymore. I think also that Angola defeat really demystified that whole Super Eagles thing. Like, bro, we are not going to the World Cup. And since then, well, personally for me, after that Angola defeat, I was like, bro, I can't do this. I can't do this Super Eagles thing. 
That's why you guys should just go and pick another national team. Oranja. I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg. Oranja. Me, I don't follow my own. I don't. Mine is not even Oranja. I don't follow my colonizers. JJ. I want they will win the World Cup. When we bring our, we put our Nigerian boys in three lines. They will win the World Cup. Simple as that. It's coming. It's coming home, baby. It's coming home. Still supporting Canada. Anyway, and Canada knows how we play football. So. It's, it's only this person they have there now. Who's that? The, the right back. The, it's only England. It's only England I'm supporting for... Um, oh, for I'm supporting for Steve, my international community. For Steve to change to England. Oh, my England, I'm sure I'm saying, oh, my. Now, real process. They play now, ball. process you know, the work no, now. They play Don't ball. be by a grass. Yes, I, won't, I won't lie to you. That Bro, one, uh, guy, this under 20. Under 21, under 23. Those boys, they play Bro. football. Bro. 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 Do you know I stumbled on something he, during the World Cup? So mm-hmm. there was yeah, this was old man, I think it was like an FA, a football executive, right? And he listed all the three goals that England should have achieved. Said he must reach the semi-final of the World Cup, reach the final of the Euros, and win the World Cup. The only thing they didn't get was winning the World Cup. These last three tournaments, they yeah. hit their goals. And that is scary, bro. That is scary. <laughs> Look at the precision which they are going into. We would just say, bro, anything we would do, we'll go do Simple as that. It doesn't work like that. You don't win the work based on <laughs> vibes and inshallah. It does. It's too. It's too technical. It's too technical for you to just go. I just win it like that. Shout out to them. Shout out to them. Um, I just wanted us to Osage, touch on. Okay, Osage, do you have this book? This is how to do great work by Paul Graham. Graham. How to do great work. Do you have it? Share. I don't have. I'll it. get it for you. Don't worry. That's what I'm I'll get it for you. Don't worry. Thank just you. send the, the yeah. send me the title. Okay, uh, thank you. I, uh, hook me up. Don't worry. I, uh, bro, you dig, you dig that. Any, just give me the title. If it can be found online, don't worry. We'll get it. Uh, you know, ever since... Do you know that Z library that you could get every book from? Bro, do you know how they shut them down? Bro, you say on. Don't worry. Let was one. I want a lot. Okay. DSS. Well, we, we don't encourage CIA, piracy in this CIA, if they listen. So, we'll go talk out for later. They're encrypted. They're encrypted. So, we we'll be I want to read that book this new week. Yeah, no rest, no rest. You go read them. Don't worry. Uh, I'll send it to you. All right, cool. Check the group. Thank you. All right. Mm, thank you for the tips. For the thank, thank you for the for the tips this week. I also really. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah, just give my ten percent. That's 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 true lead researcher character now. They find my trouble for this podcast. That's that's true lead researcher. You don't have a You don't have a We don't try. We don't try. Free content. We don't try. See you guys. See you guys. And it's and it's free. So you people are the data. We are the data. We are the one that we are selling. Anyways, um, thank you guys so much for listening and rocking with us again on another yep, yep. episode of your favorite podcast. Yeah. Guys, 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 we've given you love yourselves. Two hours. First of all, love yourselves. Number yeah. two, we've given you two hours of free, free stuff, right? And we're not using your data. So <laughs> we need you guys to do something for us. We need you to rate and review this podcast. Yeah. You're listening to our Apple podcast. Go to the rate and review section. Rate it five over five and drop a review. Put it there. Right? Thank you. Put it there. The second thing I need you guys to do and what I've noticed from the giants that listen to this podcast, you people heard this podcast. I follow a, a number of you people on social media and those who I don't follow, I go to you. I, I know. And you people don't tweet <laughs> about this podcast. 
Nobody don't That's true. I'm going to disturb all the giants on my IG. It's, it's crazy. They will just come and say, oh, this episode was great, blah, blah, blah. No. Share it. Put the link there. Come on, guys. Retweet the, 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 the handles. Do something. We need more people. You can't just be hoarding good stuff like this now. It's very unfair now. Come on. Yeah. Come on. You know. So, please, if you want your lead researchers to come back every week, you know, both of them, the, the true one and the fake one, if you want them to come back every week, I'm, 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 sorry, I'm an intern. I'm an intern, sorry. You know, and, and, and all that. You know, you guys need to show love. Nah, no show love. Nah, no show love. No, I'm not going to show love. All right, man. Catch you guys on another episode. Peace out, bro. Bye. Peace. Bye.